from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we have Hutch here to talk about Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Future Redeemed, and we're going to talk about what games we're going to try to finish before Tears of the Kingdom. Now I never have to leave my couch. If I have to wait to play Zelda, does the game get even better? I mean, it's everything is worth the wait. You waited for Breath of the Wild, did you? You had to. Yeah, I held my breath for that. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 369, dudes. Nice. Your, <laughs> your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about DLC and anticipation for that big game. And we are your hosts. I'm Trey. I'm full of beans and ready to play anything on my iPhone, even from 200 miles away, on disc. Johnson. I'm Jeremy. Software Overload. Mikowski. And I'm John Needs an Ocarina of Time Knitter. And this week we have a special guest. I am David, future completed for now, Hutchison. You did for it. Now. You made it through. Uh, I felt. I feel like I failed you because I did not make it through uh, <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Sorry, I, I was. I guess at some point you're going to have to disconnect these because we're going to have to talk about it. That's okay. I mean, you, you know, most of the time I don't understand the endings of the Xenoblade games anyway, so uh, you could probably tell me all sorts of stuff about origin and all that, and I'm not even going to know what's happening. I mean, it's it, they're a little. I mean, I, I love the games, but yeah, a lot of them are kind of like, what? Who's that guy? Like, why? Why is he there? Of course, uh, you did tell me that since I was playing it on Japanese, I didn't know all of the voices, so I didn't know that. But even knowing that that one guy had a Shulk's voice still didn't ex- still didn't explain the end of Xenoblade Chronicles two any better to me. <laughs> it was still incredibly confusing, so it's fine. Even I've watched some YouTube videos to try and piece it all together. Yeah, I've watched some of it too. Like, well, yeah, about how like how they. I mean, I've watched a few of them. I watched them before Xenoblade three came out, like just trying to put the stuff together. And I'm still just like, I don't, I don't fucking know. Most of the time, I'm just playing the game. I'm like, oh, look at that, it's pretty. Look at that. Look at that, pretty. Because <laughs> they have such great nothing games. wrong with that. They're gorgeous games. Oh yeah, no, they're beautiful mm-hmm. and they're fun. And I like the side quests and I like the characters and the music and all that stuff. There's no uni in this one, unless there is at the end. I don't know. That'd be great if she showed up. I'd be I'd be into that because she was my she was my favorite from the from the last game. Well, you let me know how much you want me to spoil. Well, I mean, we can let's talk about it now. We're at the beginning, and you are our guest. So let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about Xenoblade Chronicles three. <laughs> future redeemed that was a dlc that came out last week i'd only played a little bit of it i played a little bit more i'm i'm, a, I'm about like 15 hours in like how much because you said it was kind of on the short side right oh, well i thought it was going to be if i would have raced straight towards the end it would have been but i was trying to do like you said yeah and actually like spend some time with the side quests and everything like that i love the side so... quests yeah I, I was talking about that a little bit last week uh i feel like they've done i mean monolith really blo- really blows me away i feel like every new version of uh, xenoblade they add some sort of new cool thing and now they've kind of made it more important to do all these things it's like well now you get points for like finding the secret bosses that you can use to like you know upgrade your characters and same with like finding treasures you get things to unlock certain arts and all this other shit and 
they did a really good job like just making it and and the collectopedia is back which i loved you know getting all the items and all that stuff well, they made it more worthwhile to be running around and picking up all this random stuff and actually completing it being able to buff the characters and everything like that to an extreme level mm-hmm. pretty early yeah but also having the side quests actually kind of matter instead of just being so much of side and not having to deal as much with the main story that also helps a lot to mm-hmm. keep you like actively involved and feeling like the side quest you're doing isn't just for extra xp to boost your character for sure i think i think my highest uh, percentage of all the things is the collectopedia so that's been the one that i've been really enjoying that's i think the only one i hundred percented I, I love how the um i love how all the all the enemies have little like icons above their head now telling you whether you've collected them or whatever because like if you kill a certain amount of them you get extra points for that that you can use to upgrade your characters as well so there'll be little check marks by them if you've gotten all of them so it's like so there'll be a little like gold star thing above there and it's like okay i'll, I'll go i'll go fight that one because i haven't done that yet it's refreshing to know yeah. that you've actually completed something yeah you know what i mean is you're not walking up and going have i seen that thing before have i fought that thing before have i gotten whatever it you know bonus comes from or defeating it mm-hmm. i love they do it they do it in the map too like i like how the map has little check marks by things too and it actually, there's a reason to collect the ether or whatever out of the ground, which I, I kind of stopped doing that about halfway through Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> three because I had 99 and I'm like, I'm just, I, I'm not, it's not going up, you know, it's it's as high as it can go, you know. Unlocking almost everything on the map for the future redeemed pretty much depleted all of my ether that I was able to collect from everywhere. Oh, okay. I I barely had any of it left. In fact, I would have had to go hunting for ether had I not hit every one that I saw. Mm. yeah it's 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 cool to actually have it be a part of it now and now you get more points for doing it and i love it whenever you like it's hilarious whenever you're like walking around the town and you meet a new person it's like it's like this is sam and then it's like and it shows like sam in big letters after that it's like it's like this celebration that you met this new person in the town or whatever it's hilarious i like it yeah there's like so many times that like banners will go off saying you just collect finish collecting this you finish completing this map you finish doing that and it'll just be trumpets sounding over and over and over again rewarding you with that jingle that they have for just something being completed i think i had a string of like three or four of them at one time just because it finished a map and it's like thank you i appreciate it i like it i like the the constant telling you that you're doing great things all games should do that they should just constantly remind you that you're doing a great job (laughs) or that you've done all this stuff one of those sakurai videos you, you did that recently or i saw it recently anyway where it was about constantly praising the player i just watched that like a couple of days ago so maybe whoever designed the game just watch that video. I mean, Monolith designed a lot of things, including Breath of the Wild and Animal Crossing and Splatoon. So yeah, those guys are G's. Like they 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 do they do a lot of great work. So I mean, yeah, they I don't think they need anybody to explain anything to them. There was I forget what it was. Uh, I forget what he said. But whenever you you know when you get Riku and you can upgrade your weapons, like I kind of just like went down the line and just like kept upgrading them until I ran out of stuff. You know. And he'll like that kind of does the same thing where it's like, here's your weapon. I forget what he says, but he'll keep saying something over and over and over again. And you could just, it's kind of hilarious. Like the same, like as having the, the trumpets all over the place. Yeah. I did notice what you said, though, that the characters, depending on who you're running as the main, you don't hear their comment over and over again if you flip between different people. Oh, really? Well, because you, because I, because I was, you know, I said it in my nickname because one, because I think Matthew keeps talking about beans the whole time, you know, like I'm full of beans. But then I switched to, I switched to Rex for a while and I could still hear him talking about beans in the background. I could still hear the bean stuff during the, during know. the fighting. So I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe I already I knew about that. that out. I mean, you it, got far, you got far enough to hear him talk about freezing his balls off, right? 
<laughs> I don't think so. Did you get to the frozen mountain? The black black mountain? No. I guess. I the far, I, I got when N like showed up. When he officially okay. shows up and they're like, Oh no, he's good, don't fight him and, and his sister's there, but it's not a sister. Which honestly I thought that his sister was a younger version of A. So I was even more confused <laughs> on the characters. I mean they both got white hair, you know, her her hair's shorter. I don't know. And they, they never explained where A came from. She's a console, right? Is that what happens at the end? Uh, no, she's not a console. Oh, well. No, she's part of Alpha. They're, oh, yeah, yeah, because of the three, whatever, the three gem things that were in two <laughs> or something like that. They were in a, like I said, it's it, it's super <laughs> confusing to me, but I like the music and the, and the graphics <laughs> and the gameplay. I think it's mostly the battle system. I love the battle system of these games. Oh, my word. And that's why I play as, uh, that's why I play as Matthew for, as, for so long is that I, Martial artist was like my favorite uh, job from the last game. And I just love how you can just walk right up to somebody and just do a dragon uppercut like right in their face. <laughs> they should have more dragon uppercuts in RPGs. It's like the only they one should. I know of. Yeah. You can actually and you have like the you know have like the, the you have the gloves, like the cami gloves, like Street Fighter. I like it. Yeah, there's some pretty cool cutscenes with that later on that you'll get to see. You know, I mean I, I realize you're getting to use that as a character as well, but they really accentuate every single person's traits later on in some serious cutscenes. I, I was wondering if you noticed how well they took to trying to hide some of the goodies, like the canisters and stuff like that. They're like really tucked into foliage. Oh yeah. And they stuff do. to try to find them. It was really nice that they offered a way to like create beacons that would let you see where the question marks are on the map to be able to find things. Oh yeah. As that's well, cool too. Instead of just, yeah. Having to hunt down things. Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> Sorry, we just had a string of police officers just lights oh. on, just buzz past the oh, house, yikes. and I have no clue why. Oh, everything okay? <sighs> it seems like it. I haven't heard any gunshots or anything like that, and I'm not usually in the neighborhood that you do. Yeah. So they heard about all that hot Xenoblade talk, and they were wondering right over. <laughs> right, I know. It's, I'm yeah. get swatted. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I like how they hide this stuff, but also, um, you know, the the map has like it kind of like has the thing that'll flash like in an area, and you go towards there, and then there's like a beep too, kind of like a. And I think that's when you ups, upgrade your map thing, right? Like it'll do that. But yeah, I, I like even, that as well, where it kind of has a, a beeper that'll let you know when you're closer to the treasure chest and it, you can kind of like walk around and try to find it. And you noticed that there was a way that you could pin the items that you needed to find. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, you can go onto what you're looking for. And there's like you hit the there's a section on there where it says pin down on the bottom where you can hit the plus sign. And then when you're walking up to a creature that might cough up the items that you need, it'll show something next to that, like check mark and everything that you were talking about before, that this oh. is the creature that you need to actually farm that from. Is that like for the Collectopedia? Not just for that, but for being able to upgrade that reader and everything. Well, shit. Well. Yeah, because I have like I have like four or five items that I don't have from that. Or same with the, uh, there was another thing I needed that for another upgrade that i never got yeah where i was like i'm gonna have to possibly look for the to weapons yeah. yeah for the weapons you could do it too yeah well that's awesome yeah no I, I need to i need to go back and do that then and i know we had talked personally you know on some dms about uh the community i did actually dig into that and notice that mm -hmm. if you actually look at the person on the community you can see exactly what they're looking for and it has specific checked off items that you need to do for them to actually have them you know populate and finally be done with whatever their request is the only thing that i didn't complete on that was was finding the final recipe. Oh, okay. I have no idea where that is, and I think it's still too early for somebody to tell me where that final recipe <laughs> is because I've checked off everything on the map except for some of the super-leveled enemies. That Those are the only things I didn't... You'd have to have several, several hours of grinding to be high enough to even beat these things. Yeah, I was gonna say, are there are there super bosses? Because because uh, because Torna, like you know the the whatever the Torna, the Golden Country. Like I had a great 
time with that game and i was like i'm gonna 100 this i'm 100 it and then there's like all these like super bosses at the end and i'm like nope not doing that anymore i'm just gonna beat it and i'm gonna be done because yeah they're too fucking hard and i just i just don't want to yeah i don't want to grind up to like 100 level 100 or whatever and try to make it through and i'm just like i'll do it up to the super bosses and then i'll then i'll call it a day because i wanted to f- finish the community for that too but those final ones are stupid you had to go and fight all these all they had to fight a good amount of super bosses and i just after i couldn't make it through like one or two i was just like fuck this yeah that kind of happened to me after i finished the game for a specific reason um but while i was still playing it they they throw after you get far enough along story-wise that was the other thing you'd have question marks that would show up that you'd run around where the question mark was and it wouldn't be anything until you got far enough in the story and then all of a sudden they would drop a super enemy there and they're not just the ones that like hey you're a 50 and they're a 90 and you're like well if i got to like maybe 80 i'd be able to take them on Mm -hmm. But then they put those like hash marks on the side, letting you know that they're also like tweaked to a level that they're extreme or elite. Yeah. And then they take even longer to try and get through. And like you're causing, John, millions and millions of damage. And these mm-hmm. things like the life bar will just tick down just a teeny little bit. Mm-hmm. And you'll be in one fight for like 10 minutes. And if you don't have 10 minutes to be right there in it, then who knows? Because you can't turn your back on it either. Yeah. It, it asks a lot from you. And it's, well, some of those too, like where you get about halfway through, they just start dealing out these, like these one hit attacks that just like KO you, which is, which is the worst. I hate those where it's like, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And then it's just like, boom, boom, boom. And then everybody just gets knocked down in one hit. And I'm like, okay, fuck you. And this one doesn't, the DLC doesn't let you change party class either. I've seen a lot of people, you know, comment that they don't like that they're locked into a yeah. particular party class. I, I think I figured that that they weren't bringing all the class changing from the other one, which I really, I really enjoyed that from three. But you know, whatever you get, you get what you get on this, I guess. They're just trying to streamline it or something. Well, I mean, it's it's DLC. It's not a full game. Right, right, right. It's the thing. It, saying that it was twenty two hours and twenty eight minutes when I looked at the end clock. I was gonna say, what was your time on it? Twenty two hours and twenty eight minutes. And it's what is it? Thirty bucks for the whole thing, which includes the, D- the the story DLC. But have you done any of the other hero stuff, like the added hero people or whatever? Um, I've I've only touched on that a little bit after finishing it, because mm. this this did actually kind of bring me back to the original, you know, mm-hmm. Xenoblade Chronicles three, not the original Xenoblade Chronicles, but back to playing the original game at least for a little bit. I did kind of want to go and see those the the DLC heroes because because I loved the hero quests like from the regular game and and they all get their own new little story thing that you can do which is which makes it worth going back to for me, I believe. Completing the game uh gets you three more people. For the oh for for the regular game? Like for It gets you two for the regular game and one for the game that you the DLC that you're already playing. Oh okay. The, the completing, completing, the, completing the DLC the game, Completing the DLC gets you Niall to play in the DLC. Oh, okay. That's cool. It automatically adds her to the party at whatever level you're already at. But do you have to switch somebody out for her then, since there's already six there? Nope. They just stack her on top. Oh, okay. So you can switch through seven now. Yeah, you can switch through seven, and that also gives you like an added boost. She doesn't have an affinity chart or anything like that, but she's <laughs> it, it's adding another party member to be able to go up against some of these other bosses that you were talking about. Oh, for about the, yeah, for the super bosses. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, yeah. though. Super cool. And completing the game allows you to go to the arena in the original game and add Rex and Shulk to your party. Nice. How, how did you feel about future Rex and Shulk in this game? Like from I, uh-uh. Rex seemed kind of, I don't know. Rex seemed so not like Rex, I guess. I mean, <laughs> Rex is like a young idiot kid and too, but, but the new uh, grumbly 
Rex, one eye, one eye Rex was just, I don't know. It, it didn't seem like the same person to me, I guess. I think that they were trying to redeem Rex. Sure. If you ask me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because instead of him just being that whiny kid that was kind of perving on, you know, some ladies in Xenoblade Chronicles 2 that well, he shouldn't have yeah. been. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of forced into it, but regardless, uh, at least, I don't know. I, he was my favorite and he was way uh, overpowered. As mm-hmm. opposed to any other character there. Yeah, he's the only, the I mean, only he's the only other character I've played as other than Matthew is a uh, is Rex because he has two swords, which is great. <laughs> he's he's like a he's like a double lightsaber Jedi, but he's got like the the blade the blade swords. He's got the Mithra and the and the and pyra. whatever and the Pyra yeah swords. So that's cool. Does that mean they're yeah. bo- does that mean they're both dead or do they come back in the end? Uh, <laughs> no, they can come back. They can <laughs> technically the uh, man. From, from where you're at, you'll basically go up to the top of that mountain from the next section. Oh, yeah. And and then you'll just be fighting end boss stuff. And at, when they finally reach Origin, they, show, they bring you back to the very beginning before Xenoblade Chronicles 1. Oh, okay. Okay? You're going to walk down a neighborhood that looks like your neighborhood if you had a cul-de-sac at the end of it. If you just had a regular house in a cul-de-sac, you're just walking out like mailboxes. Everybody's got porches and everything like that. Wow. And they walk up, they walk up to the edge. They see the city. They see the big pillar going up into the sky that was like out into space and everything like that. Um, He talks to Matthew, talks to Niall for a little bit. But what it's what's on the radio that's playing that you want to listen to. Because is it Gower Plane? <laughs> no, I did think it was funny. Like in the game where they're like, "We'll play Gower Plane for you on piano." Like the beginning of it, <laughs> I was like, "It's like that's they know they know the music that plays in the in the outdoors." Yeah, they hear it all the time. <laughs> of course, I mean that song's you know, awesome. I mean, you've heard it on, since Smash Brothers. Oh yeah, and every, all of you know know that song. It's, it's in the it's in the Smash Brothers game. Now, while he's talking to Niall on the radio, it does a huge, huge lore dump. And then after you fight the end boss, um, they roll credits and show you uh, a particular scene that directly makes this game part of the Xeno saga. Oh, wait, like it goes back to the PS2 games? Yes. So Cosmos is it, in it? Yeah, well, Cosmos was in I mean, Cosmos uh, was in two. 2. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they're basically acting like everybody left and I went out into space for Xenosaga and then Klaus split everything. And then when they re, re reformed the worlds, then they're coming back hmm. at the end of it. So basically Xenobreak Chronicles four will be Xenosaga four. Is that why they're there's tying a, it all together? Is that why there's all that, uh, all this discourse online of like Xenosaga versus Xenoblade Chronicles X. I've seen it all over Twitter and I didn't know what it was, but I guess people are well, fighting say, about those games. Yeah, they are because they say that in <laughs> X, which I haven't played, that uh, X says that there's aliens and all the rest of the Xeno Xenoblade stuff and Xenosaga itself just says that there w- were no aliens. Hmm. So because X includes aliens for Xenoblade, it's not possible. Hmm. I still would love to pl- to finish X. I'm still want to go back to it, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's hard. I was always, so as as someone who's just on the outside of all this, I was always kind of wondering like, oh, is Xenosaga and Xenoblade part of the same? Is that just a coincidence? 
I guess they are now. So I, I, I never knew the relation <laughs> between the two, if it was just coincidence or not. It's not, if it was coincidence before, it's not anymore now. Not after seeing that. Well, I mean, it's the not same, hearing that. it's the same creator, right? And, and, and well, what Is about, it? what about Xenogears? Are they going, are they going back to that well too? <laughs> it didn't seem like that. Yeah. And I've, I've never even played any of the Xenosaga ones. It's just, I finished that and I'm like, I want to understand what I just saw. So I started digging into it. Let me, uh, let me tell you something, Hutch, uh, <laughs> So when I so when I first bought my PS2 with my with my tax money when I was I don't Alrighty. know my, in my mid twenties or something like that uh, I wanted to get a really good RPG so I went and I bought the game the, this game called Xeno Saga Episode One and I hated it <laughs> I thought it was terrible <laughs> and I took it back <laughs> and that's my and that's my story about Xeno Saga no I, I didn't like it I thought it was slow I thought I didn't like any of the characters I didn't like Cosmos I didn't like it. So I took it back. And weirdly enough, I, I remember looking at the cover of Dragon Quest Eight and being like, this game looks too much like Dragon Ball Z, and I don't like that. So and then I didn't get it. I, was, I always wonder what my life would have been if I would have bought that Dragon Quest Eight game. Would I have, like, not liked it and turned it back, and, like, turned it, you know, returned it and then not come back to Dragon Quest till way later? Because I love Dragon Quest Eight. That that game's awesome. And I, I don't think, I because I was really, you know, coming into PS2, like, trying to find a RPG, like I didn't. I wanted, like you know, I wanted uh, Final Fantasy on Super Nintendo is what I wanted, you know. But I don't mm-hmm. think there were any. I think the closest thing to that would probably would probably would have been Dragon Quest Eight, you know. If I wanted something that was more traditional, more like a Super Nintendo game, I maybe I should have went with that one instead of Xenosaga. But yeah, I played the first Xenosaga and I didn't like it, and I took it back. But if they ever, you know, so if they remade them like the Pixel ones, you wouldn't touch them. No, I no, I, tr- I tried again. I mean, it was I was much like I said, I was much younger. I was in my early twenties. Like, what did I know about okay. RPGs? You know, nothing, <laughs> nothing. But but I but yeah, I did get Xenosaga, and I didn't like it. I was like, this is dumb. I was like, it, it, everything's way too slow, and I don't like any of the characters. And I watched some footage of it, and everybody breathes really weird. Like they're all just like they're all just like like that. Like when they're fighting, they're all just like constantly breathing, and their whole bodies are moving. And I'm like, why is everybody breathing so hard in this game? Hyperventilating. While they're <laughs> like what the fuck is going on with this? Like their 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 idle animations are so weird. But yeah, I just uh, I I couldn't I couldn't get into it at the time. But I mean, it was you know it was hard to find that RPG that spoke to me at the time, you know, because I had, I think the last one I had played that I loved was Skies of Arcadia, which was a Dreamcast so, game. So. Have you ever touched Final Fantasy fourteen? No, but I do have it on my PlayStation Four now. <laughs> oh, you have it? I, I downloaded it. Yeah, I haven't touched it yet because I'm afraid. I'm afraid that it's going to steal oh. all of my life. Oh wow! Because I hear that people just don't stop playing it ever so my wife's friends from work wanted us to start playing yeah, I was gonna say, and, here we, it's great. and we did i got to the end of the first section and it was like okay here's level 50 you're the quest for the end of the first the first you know expansion whatever the main game and it said okay you got to be level 50 to do this so i went and grinded until i hit level 50 and then i walked up there and they're like okay you're level 50 but your headband's not level 50 your earrings aren't level 50 oh, no. your necklace isn't level 50 your shirt's not level 50 your ring band your armbands your whole outfit has to be the same item level wow. as the 50 to go on there or at least an average of it which means it's okay if you have a couple of things that are higher or whatever and i'm like nuts to this and i turned it off but i will say the way that it controls is like Xenoblade Three. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, you know what game that the hot remi- keys and everything like that. You know that game? What game that reminds me of a lot? Which one? Xenoblade Chronicles Two is what yeah. that reminds me of. Because I hate because it uh, is you know whatever. I, I beat that game. It's fine. It's a fine game. <laughs> uh, but uh, but like just it it just drove me crazy because I liked just running around and doing all the dumb side quests in Xenoblade Chronicles One. But Xenoblade Chronicles Two. 
it's the same fucking thing. Like, you need to get a specific blade, and your specific blade needs to have a level 5 chest <laughs> chest opening ability or whatever the fuck to get, and you need all these different abilities to get this one one thing, and it, it just made all of the side missions dumb, and they weren't fun anymore. Because every time I did not have the right blade to do it, and I would, like, try to draw for it, and I might get it, and but it might have the other thing, and I'm just like, this is awful. Like, what? Like who whose idea was this? Like, just let me run around and just do dumb side quests and get my characters all buffed, you know? Like, why... Uh, I was I was so mad about that. Where it's like every yeah, it's like it's always like there's one thing you can't do. It's like you have this you have this level, but you don't have this one yet, and you also need a wind version that you don't have because you only have rock ones or whatever. It's like so stupid. Like yeah, well, as so somebody who does do. every side quest <laughs> like yourself, you probably won't run into any of that level gating because you'll have turned over every yeah. rock and you'll probably have the best items and walk right up there and not have an issue. But for me, I'm like I'm done. Yeah, well, I mean, when it came to Xenoblade 2, I just gave up on the side missions. I was just like, I'm just not going to do them anymore. I'm just going straight through, fuck the side missions, because they just weren't fun. And I just, just went, you know, just went to the, you know, just went to the next thing and just, like, moved on from that. Which is unfortunate, because, yeah, some of them can be really cool. Especially Xenoblade 3, they've made the side missions a lot better. Well, see, they fixed it, so. Yeah. Isn't Final Fantasy 12 kind of like Xenoblade also, too? Um, sort of. I really like the Gambit system. Yeah, I've never, I, never I, play, I never played that game ever. Because, you know, it, I you know Final Fantasy hurt me in the in the PlayStation days, so I just... Even though they weren't that it's, much, di- they weren't that much different. But I mean, it's like running a Xenoblade, except if when they walked up and started doing their attack animations, you had already gotten to kind of if then then program yeah. what what a type of attacks they would do. Like if all of a sudden your character reaches less than ten percent, you can have them already curing or whatever, or casting debuffs or whatever, based on how you set that up. But you had to actually go through and reach certain areas or pay for certain gamuts to unlock so that they would even be part of the menu system to turn on. Hmm. But basically after that, you could just walk up to something and not have to like be pressing X or Y or whatever over and over again to get something to happen. It would just start automatically do it wow. because they would know what you expected from them. Yeah, I've uh, I, I've I've been uh, I've been afraid to buy any more Final Fantasy games because I have enough already. I have I have one I've won through six and eight and nine, and I haven't beat any of well, them on, on Switch. I'm sure you've heard me enough that I'm, yeah. I'm holding out for thirteen or any of that series to finally be put on any of these. Yeah, I never played thirteen, but I thought it looked really stupid, so I didn't even bother. <laughs> I thought the first one looked awful, and yeah, no, I, I heard about it being a tunnel and all that shit. I played fifteen. I, I mean, I liked it for a while until it got really confusing, and then I stopped playing. I only did the pocket version of that. Oh, he the did. one that's on yeah, Switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of liked it, but I still never thought it was good. I thought it was like maybe almost Xenoblade, like it was kind of trying to be Xenoblade, but it never really got to that level. But I know that you can download a certain amount of uh, Final Fantasy XIV for free, and I downloaded the trial or whatever on PS4, because you can play through, like, a big chunk of it without paying anything. So I was like, you know, now that my PS4 is completely mobile, which we'll talk about later, uh, I might, I'll have to try out some Final Fantasy XIV stuff. But I mean, but you in the but it ended great, right? Xenoblade Chronicles uh, Future Redeemed redeemed itself. Oh, yeah, definitely. End, yeah. I'm... I'm- yeah, I'm pleased. I'm pleased with how it ended. Pleased for what they're, you know, hinting at for the future, and hopefully they don't just wash away the Xenoblade part of this. Especially if you're saying Xenozaga wasn't that hot of an item. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't get into it in like what 2002 or whenever I got it, something like that. It was like early mid 2000s. But I, I but I'll give it a try again. You know, like there's some games that I've not liked and then come around to later and loved. So. You never know. Um, I mean, I, I know there. I mean, are you are you planning on getting Bot and Kaidos when it gets remade? 
for Switch? I've never touched any of that before, but I, yeah, I'll be interested in that. I was, I, f- I figured yeah. you would because it's Monolith. Uh, we play, like I played a lot of the first one. I had the I had the prequel too. I know Jeremy beat the first one all the way through. I never made it all the way through, but I did play yeah. the GameCube one. Like for yeah, you were really into it at the time. Oh yeah, no, I loved it. I just never, I just never made it to the end of the game. That's a game that'll greatly benefit from a higher resolution. Uh, oh yeah, fix. well it had it had like the the static backgrounds like uh, yeah. Well, Ocarina, Ocarina had that too, but like Ocarina, Resident Evil. Yeah. I mean, Final Fantasy VII had static backgrounds too. Will it have any of the additions like the pixel remasters to have like any kind of boosting or? I hope so. I, w- I would think because I mean they are like f- you know full remakes, you know. So I would think you could speed up speed up the battles or boost your EXP or whatever. Yeah. The battles themselves are very complex. It's card by card, so I don't know how you'd speed that up. But they could maybe add like some kind of card that's more universal, or they could maybe make yeah. Because I know in the second one, which was actually the prequel, um, they simplified the card system to make it a little more accessible. I think so. I wonder if they would do that again. Possibly. I'm def- I'm definitely excited to to fuck around with it again. Me too. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a GameCube game, and I've talked lots of lots on the show about how much I love GameCube games. So so bring it on. Bring more of them for me to play on the Switch. Make it make it the GameCube machine. I'm here for it. Well, uh, do you want? I mean, do you want to move on from there? Is there anything else you wanted to say about Xenoblade? <laughs> no, I think we've pretty much covered everything that I should be saying about it to try and keep it a little less spoiler, you know, heavy. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that. I like that they show footage from all the other games. You know, I like that. Like where it's like, you know, it's like, oh hey, yeah, I remember that at the end of Future Connected or whatever. <laughs> It'll kind of remind you stuff that happened that you should have, you know. Should have meant something and be like, oh, yeah, that's that weird gem thing that you picked up, you know, which I don't. I, yeah. <laughs> I still think it's like everything that was never a trilogy in the first place. And then they try to make it connected. Yeah. But they're trying to sew up ends that they didn't necessarily think they were ever going to have to. Mm-hmm. So now I would if, if they release a Xenosaga collection, I would buy it. You know, I would I would totally try try to get into it again, especially if it was like remade now, you know, with whatever. I just I guess I just wasn't in the right mood for it at the time, you know, and that's. You know, that happens with a lot of games where sometimes they just they, what you expect it to be something that it isn't. And then, you know, maybe you come to appreciate it later, especially for like some games that are shorter. I feel like you expect more from them. And then when you play them later, you're like, oh, well, it's it's OK that it wasn't like 100 hours or whatever. No, I was happy with the amount of content mm-hmm. that it was. It was perfect. Yeah, I, I really I really hope to I mean, kind of getting ahead of ourselves about talking about what we're trying to get through before. Tears of the Kingdom, but I would definitely like to beat Future Redeem before I get to Tears of the Kingdom. It's a, there's only like a week left. It's a crunch time, so do whatever, do whatever you're doing, do it now. But uh, speaking of that, what else have you been playing other than Xenoblade Chronicles Three? Uh, I recently finished Fire Emblem Engage. Oh, you did? Yeah, uh, I'm really, yeah. Uh, I'm really interested in that game, even though I fell off of. Uh, three houses but i think uh i mean this one has less like like you don't have to find items and give them to people like in between every everything right Ooh, what do you got there that's the game these are the yeah. nintendo rewards pins oh that, that oh, they cool. i was gonna say that's a big those. pin oh but there's multiple pins on there so there you go well that's multiple characters so yeah, yeah. that's a lot of pins. and then i'm super i'm super interested in in uh, engage i'm sure i'll maybe i'll pick it up like with a voucher towards the end of the year but i like the and idea just, that it's more battle based and less uh friendship yeah I, or whatever. I cheated on the amiibo side and went and got a whole bunch of the character cards oh instead. oh yeah that, but uh 
and I liked Engaged. I, I think the story may not be as strong as Three Houses was, especially having multiple lanes that you could go through. There's just one story straight through. So it's kind of like once you beat it, that's really all that there is. There is a you can't play side... can't play through it five times like like three houses <laughs> like anybody has 500 hours to do that with <laughs> you know well it definitely went harder on the strategy for this one hmm. i mean i don't play with permadeath i think if if i played with permadeath i'd have two people left at the end trying yeah. to pull off maps against 30 guys and it would just never happen I've I've actually been I've been really speaking of uh, turn-based stuff. I've actually been really loving Advance Wars just because of that. Like I said last week, uh, you really don't need to care about your characters in that game. Like they, <laughs> you don't have to worry about them getting killed. You just got to make it through. You just got to make it to the end, and then it's the next thing. You know, like I I, I feel like it has this perfect balance of like it's like all game and and no filler. And I kind and I kind of love that that it's just all it's just all gameplay and there's really not that much of a story to it. Like you you have a couple lines at the beginning and end of every of every mission, but that's it. You know, and aside mm-hmm. from that, it's just all tactical strategy. And it's and I'm still I'm still playing it. I got stuck on this. I got stuck on like level twelve or something like that. There's one where you where you're like where you kind of cornered in like the top uh, the top left side of the of the map, and they and they have like multiple tanks all around you, and you have like a factory. You have factories where you can make new things, but and they can't. But you have to find a way to basically like hold them off for a certain amount of time and build your forces enough to where you can still conquer them because they have way more than you do. Like it's a, mm-hmm. so they have really interesting stories like that, and it took me forever to get through it, but I finally did. And once you figure out those levels, like it's incredibly rewarding. Like once you're like, oh okay, and it's like basically what I had to do was just not move. I just had to like. And you just got to stay put. You just got to stay on the bridge and don't go out and fight their guys. Because once you go out and fight them, they'll come around and they can get you. You just make them come to you because then only one of them can fight you at once. Like there's all this cool strategy in there that I like that I was really enjoying. You you like you leave like your main tank on the bridge and then you put a whole bunch of the rocket launcher guys behind him and, you know, just let them come to you. And then you attack them from behind like like like, you know, like like you would with the archer people and uh, fire emblem. But if you're, you know, if you're aching for more violent Fire Emblem stuff and you want less, like, grinding, because there is no grinding in Advance Wars because you can't level up, you know, everything is basically what you get there. I totally recommend it. I don't know if you ever played the Game Boy Advance version or not, but they did a great job remaking it. I think the, like, they like there's full-on animations now, like, full, full like, hand-drawn animations and, like, the, the reworked soundtrack is really, really good and all the characters look great. And you can and you can play online too if you can find anybody else who has it. <laughs> you know, I think I know like maybe two other people. But it's but no, it's it, I, it's cool. So that was still the first one you're talking about. Advance Wars. It was yeah, the first Advance Wars, not the second one. I haven't gotten to the so second the, one yet. I'm still just working my way through one. But you can play either one whenever you want. You can jump straight to two if you want. But they they tell you not to. You know, they they say mm-hmm. like a oh, warning and you know spoilers. And apparently two kind of just like because you go all the way through one. And then two starts as hard as the last level of one was. So it kind of just is like, if you skip straight to two, it's already going to be like playing against a supercomputer and all that. So you get, it's best to like, and I've heard some people say that one is like pretty much a tutorial the whole way through, but mm-hmm. I think it's got some pretty, I remember getting all the way to the final level of one and then just getting killed over and over and over again and then never finishing it. So I think I did that on the Wii U. Because I bought it on there, and yeah, I hope to get through it someday. But it's it's a great editing game, actually. You can just kind of because you don't have to do that much. You just do your moves, and then you you know do the editing stuff and watch them do their thing, and then move your next guy, and you know, and you might get killed, you might not. <laughs> well, Fire Emblem does this weird thing where you'll finish a map after you've been on it for 
way longer than I ever played any map for three houses. And when you're done finishing the map, um, they let you in like third person. You can walk around, right? Walk around on yeah, the map yeah, that you cool. just that you just completed. And it's kind of like, why did you have me up above for all this when you could have had me like, you know, doing right? some of that down there? I know it's a little bit odd. Now, did you have 3DS? Or did you play? Yeah, three? No, I you did. Yeah, because you played SMT4. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ever played uh, Fire Emblem Shadows of Valencia, they they actually had a lot of levels like that where you can actually run around in third person. And then you kind of walk and you like, you know, it's 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 kind of kind of like, um you know, it's like random battles. You run around in third person and then you and then a guy attacks you and then you go into the into the strategy thing. And I thought that was really cool. And I, I was like, why did you only use this in this game? Like, why can't it be in every other <laughs> Fire Emblem game after that? It's like so cool. So I guess maybe that's a little bit. Uh, holding over from that, and that was a remake of a Famicom game. Yeah, but it was cool how they added this whole like third person uh, roaming thing in it. You know, which was great, and it looked awesome. Yeah, on 3DS, like that one, I, I thought it looked much better than Awakening did because Awakening had like the they had no feet. You know, like their feet were gone. It's I had the little pointy legs or whatever. It's weird. The art style mm-hmm. was weird. Oh no, I I liked Eng- Engage. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Um, as for other things I've been playing, uh, I did the Card Battler, the Monster Train. Um, I finished uh, all of Dealfield Chronicles because they finally just released the last bit of DLC for that. That one has a character midway through it that was the character I liked the most, and they basically killed the character. And then they decided to release DLC where they brought the character back and let that character be part of the party for the rest of the way through it. Oh, okay. So, so they responded to was, the fans, kind of, or to people yeah, missing the character. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the other thing I'll say for when we're talking about what in the world's trying to pass the time before Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, cool. Well, uh, I, I'll just, there's only a couple things that I haven't mentioned yet, and it'll segue into Jeremy's big giant uh, dark tower that he got uh, in between <laughs> episodes. But um, I've, I've, I've made, I, I, I mean, Jeremy, you might have moved on to the next generation, but me, I've perfected my PlayStation 4. Hey, way to spoil everything. I can, uh, I can play it from 200 miles away now. Honestly, the, the the remote play still blows my mind. I don't understand how it works, but it's incredible. And it was there at my fingertips the whole time. I just needed to listen to a podcast and at a, at a grocery store once that would tell me how to do it. And then and now I now I can now I can do it. They play podcasts over the grocery store intercom now. No, I was listening to Eight Four Play and they, oh, were, okay. they were talking about portable PSP or portable PlayStation. I'm like, wait, really? You can do that? And then I started fucking around with it. But no, I have a you know I got the remote play on my on my phone, which is free. And I got the backbone controller for it, and uh, and Which I got is also free. Well, no, <laughs> I paid for that. Um, and I and I, you know, I hooked a I hooked my PS4 up to the modem now, like hardwired it, so it so it like so it's much smoother through the remote play. And I played it. I I was out of town. I was in a different state. I was like 200 miles away, and I was playing Yakuza Zero on my phone, which is which is a disc, which I have on disc for PlayStation Four. It just boggles my mind that you can turn your phone, you can turn your PlayStation Four on from like. 200 miles away and play a game on a disc that's on your system that's like a whole state over and it plays great i just i I don't know i'm still in the it still blows my mind to just see that to just see your playstation on your phone and be like wow this is this is weird does yours still run quiet or does it sound like a jet engine i don't know it's 200 miles away i can't hear it. (laughs) (laughs) if you could hear it then i mean i don't play in the same room anymore i don't have to i can play it anywhere I can play anywhere I want. So it's Jess like, is like, just in the house, and she goes, "Oh, I guess Trey's playing on his backbone again." I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if they could tell that it came on or not. I mean, I, I showed I showed it to Jess. I was like, "Hey, look at this! I can control it with whatever you know." 
create a soundproof box for the PS4. But no, I mean, it, it makes it like beeps when it comes on, you know, but it's not. It, I mean, I'm playing Yakuza 0. If I was on by myself and then the PS5 turned on, or PS4 turned on, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, uh, I was going to tell Jess, I'm like, and you can, you can, you can just switch the HDMI switcher to channel two and you can see what I'm doing, like, in, you know, 200 miles away. Because <laughs> it could play it through the TV. But no, it's, it's, yeah, it's really cool. Um, but I was saying, I'm playing Yakuza 0. This game is six years old and it was a PlayStation 3 game. So, my PS4 sounds great with this game. Like this is, you know, when it came out, it was already a PS3 game that just because these games take forever to translate because of all the dialogue in it. Most of the time, by the time it comes, I think there's only one that's actually a full PlayStation 4 game. And I think that was six. It was six and like a dragon. I mean, even Ishin is a PlayStation 2 game that was originally a Japanese PlayStation 2 game that they finally released here. So, I mean, it's like they're always, they've always been behind on those series. But I, uh, what I, I forget, actually, you know what? You can, you can, you can owe it to the Last of Us TV show. The Last of Us TV show was what revived my PlayStation 4 because I like that show so much, and it's probably the best video game thing ever of all time that that I wanted to. And I heard that Last of Us was on sale because I wanted to play it again. So I so then I resurrected my PS4 to, just to find out that it wasn't on sale. But then I was like, you know, I should play uh, I should play Yakuza Zero because I put so many hours into it, and I did. I put forty hours into it at the time. I had played forty hours into it, and I started playing it again. And now I'm at like 100 hours. Now <laughs> I'm at 100 some hours because oh I put another 60 hours into it. Well, because I could have just went to the end of the game, but there's all this really fun, uh, like doing the the like the whole like real estate thing, and and now I, I'm I'm doing like the thing with with Majima where you can uh, where you can run a hostess bar, which is super fun. And you basically like hire all these different all these different ladies to work for you, and and it's basically like running a bar. Like they'll like they'll call you over to their table, and they'll do like you know they'll do a hand signal to you, asking you for like a menu or for like ice or a towel or whatever. And you just basically have to do whatever they say through their hand signals. And you're just kind of like just making everything go well, and you want to earn as much money as you can with people coming through the bar. I don't know. It made me feel like I was a manager, like I'm like I'm a I'm a, I'm a bar manager in Tokyo, you know, like that sort of thing. And it was. It's finally great. got that promotion you've been it's great but yeah no now <laughs> i've put like almost 100 hours into it but i was hoping that was one of my things that i was hoping maybe i would maybe i would finish before tears of the kingdom but i don't want, i don't want to push it but no i so i so i like i said i hooked up my ps4 to the to the modem so i could stream it like through the remote thing really and it's really really smooth i played through like the first like three hours of last of us on my phone with the backbone like it's it's great i, I played up to where you find where you find ellie and you're leaving and everybody's chasing you through the mud and the rain and all that like that's where i was at where i stopped it but yeah it's a i don't know it, bla- it blows my mind how good it looks on, on my phone it's like playstation is finally portable again beyond the vita beyond the psp beyond whatever this new uh, portable that's rumored is it's yeah. uh, I can finally and I and I got a new hard drive too so I I don't re-downloaded all those things that I had to delete because I only had so much space on my PS4 so now I have everything on there now I can play Tony Hawk one and two and be disappointed again <laughs> because uh because I re-downloaded it but no yeah it's cool now, did you, uh, playing uh, did playing you get one of those hard is, drive is extensions like where you plug in an extra terabyte uh, I just I just like, I just got an external drive I just got one of those PS4 external drives and I got a two terabyte for like sixty bucks or something like that. I tried that, and my kids would keep unplugging it to plug in the phone charge or something to charge their oh, phone. Oh well, and yeah. it would wipe the whole thing. Oh damn! Well, we just have cats, and they don't do that. They don't have phones. <laughs> 
for the Wii U, <laughs> like I actually did the same thing for the Wii U. Like I bought a I bought a two terabyte uh, external hard drive and I just bungeed it to it and and it's and I, you know because the, the Wii U only had like what thirty two gigs or something like that when you when you bought it. So I just bought a little hard drive for it and it just stayed, that was the it just big, stays there was with one it. that only had eight and then there's one yeah. That yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So I just bought a little hard drive and just bungeed it to it and. That's that. This one I didn't bungee to the. I thought about getting Velcro, but I don't really. You know, I don't move. I don't have to move it now because I can play it on my phone. So you know, it st- it stays one place, and I can play it in any room, and it's great. And who needs a phone for real phone things anymore? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, hopefully no, nobody nobody tries to call me while I'm. It is kind of weird when you're playing a game on your phone because you can't look at like strat. You know, like look at like guides yeah. or whatever. So I had to use. So I brought my tablet, and I was using that. Could you play it on your tablet? I couldn't get it to work on my tra- tablet. I don't know why, but but I was looking at strategy guides for Yakuza on my tablet while I was playing on my phone. I wonder if I could get it to. Well, I probably could get it to. Work I mean, I, could get, I told you I, I got it to work on my laptop. I just couldn't figure out yeah. how to get a controller to to work on it. You can't adjust your backbone to fit on a tablet. Well, no, it doesn't stretch that far. <laughs> <laughs> it only it only goes so big, and also it would be really dumb to put it on an iPad. It would look stupid. <laughs> It'd be like that giant TV that you could like hook the Switch Joy-Cons to, but you had to have the TV plugged into the wall. It'd be like that stupid thing. But I mean, no, it looks fine. I mean, it's the screen is, you know, it's fine for what it is. So it's basically like do not disturb while you're playing, though. That way it doesn't drop what you're playing. I can get text messages and stuff. But if I but if I like leave the if you leave it, it'll you'll have to restart it. But it'll still like I don't know how it does it. It'll still like be where you're at. Like you won't have to start from the beginning. So it does better than streaming does. Like that it does better than like cloud gaming does. So like if I want to if I want to like, you know, drop out of it and go check my email or something, I can do that, but then I have to reconnect it. But then when I reconnect, my character's still just standing there wherever they were. It's probably so, just So I think it just I think it just on. like I think it just stays on, yeah, and just stays yeah. idle until you tell it to go to sleep again. So mm-hmm. So you can like, you know, you can jump out of it and do other things and come back. So but yeah, it's a it's fun. But I think Jeremy got a thing. Oh, is all you want to talk about? Yeah, I played more Final Fantasy VI this week. That's what I was doing at the beginning of, well, right after we recorded last week. And tried to get as far as I could. Got to the, the part in Arsh where you fight Kefka. Oh. And you and you divide all your guys into three different parties. Oh, yeah, you don't like and that, that part. that part was really fun. What's that? No, I actually liked those ones because it's not a puzzle. It's just... Oh, okay. You, really, you oh, just yeah. use your units to, like, create choke points or, you know, just create spots where they can get through to... Yeah. In this case, I was protecting Bannon, the guy who has the podcast or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> the returners? <laughs> yeah. Is that his podcast? He, he is, ba- <laughs> he is Bannon, though, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's the last thing I did. But, but otherwise, yeah, I, I made a big purchase this week. I was like Trey back in the day with his taxes. I got my tax return and it had a par- big part of this. I got PS5. It's in domains in the future, baby. You, you you bought it so they could uh so they could announce PS5 Pro. <laughs> yes, I did. I mean, well, that's the, that's <laughs> how that make you feel. That's the new that's the new rumor. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah. I never got a PS4 Pro. Like, who needs one of those? Well, they haven't yeah. announced it. It's rumored and heavily if it rumored. is going it's to come out. The place. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but it hasn't been announced by the company. But if it comes out, it'll be quarter four of next year at the earliest. Yeah. I mean it doesn't it, it doesn't really matter. Like it's it's kind so, of it is kind of funny to like being at like what the the highest uh, amount of tech right now, you already want like a better version of that. When you, right. when you yeah. when you when it's finally actually <laughs> well, available for people to buy now, now you want to like I would say making do it another one would be <laughs> kinda awesome. Zit is a big, big, big thing. It is so big. Like I said, it's the it's the dark the dark tower of systems. Like, I don't remember if you have a PS5 or not. I do. 
But you know, you're supposed to leave it. You're supposed to lay it on its side. Why? Because if you lay it upright, that there's something inside the cooling thing that'll actually drip down onto a circuit board. Really? It'll break it. Really? So you're oh, gonna want to yeah. put it on its side. Oh shit! I, I thought didn't it was that. supposed to be up. Why does it? Why does it show the icon so for it, it on the on the yeah. system of it up as a tower? Like I thought that I thought putting on it on the side was the way you weren't supposed to do it. I thought you it can do both, but I I guess I'm just saying that the it's a bad design if you set it upright. That's what they were. That's what they came out with a few months ago. They were saying that you probably don't want to have it upright. Well, I'll because there's some. Wow. Well, I don't have anywhere to put it. <laughs> it's behind my TV upright because that's literally the only place it'll fit. It doesn't fit in my entertainment center. It's it huge. Fit. Yeah. There was a big thing anywhere. a few months ago that was talking about it and a whole bunch of people moved it onto its side. And then somebody else came out and said that that's not really a thing. And just to be on the safe side, mine's on its side. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's not something I can't do. It's just something that I'm allowed to figure out. Maybe I could put it at like a 45 degree angle. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta get an extra shelf or just. Well, Get well, an extra. Did, did you get the mine. pregnant one, the one with the disc? Yeah. Or did you just okay? Good. Because the one without yeah, the yeah. disc is cheaper now, right? You can get it for like four hundred. It or always something. was. Yeah. yeah. It always was a hundred dollars less. So I probably didn't need the disc. I just wanted it. I just didn't want to limit myself. You know. You can get used this games like, for. This isn't a PSP Go. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a brand new. Yeah, that was a, that was a stupid thing that came out. A PSP. I'm Go considering it like a you know a gaming PC. I want there to be a disc on it, so like, I don't know. I've only used it for one game so far. I bought it thinking of it, you know. I gotta, I gotta explain this to my my partner. You know, why did you need to buy a new PlayStation? <laughs> You've been talking. I've been talking about it for a long time, but I've never had a really good reason for buying it other than I just want it. Finally, I was like, you know what? It's not an expensive console. It's a cheap gaming PC. That's what I'm gonna think of it as. And so that's my that was sort of my. Uh, really lame pitch uh but no i bought i mean i bought with my own money and she's not out anything but she doesn't care about it she's not gonna play it yeah it's just for me so you're starting elden ring again i am i uh level 60 <laughs> i started playing so like three out, days you're ago out like, you're out for like what two weeks yeah <laughs> well you got you gotta you gotta brush up on it so when you get to tears of the kingdom you can compare it well i was playing breath of the wild like crazy last week, so it's going to be. I'm just going to switch back to it and probably stop playing. Oh, <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom comes out. Yeah, I just it just looks so much better, and oh my god, the loading times. That's what makes the PS5. Yeah, that's 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 a big thing. There's I guess. like no loading time almost. The only the only way I would buy one. I mentioned this on our other. Well, we didn't record it. That was before we were recording uh, on our on our X pack. But they need to make a smaller one. And I need to wait to see what Nintendo does in their next system. Those are my those are my two things. I'm not buying a PlayStation before the new Nintendo thing comes out. I'm not doing what I did with PS4, where I was like kind of bored with the Wii U, so I went and bought a PS4, and then the Switch came out right after, and then I didn't touch the PS4 for years. That's those are my yeah. those are my stipulations. I want to wait for see, a, I actually bought wait, the wait PS4. for a wait for a slim, and then uh, and see what the Switch Two is like. I bought my PS4 a few months after. Uh, the switch came out because i was bored of like i'd finished breath of the wild and there there just wasn't a lot of software at the time still so yeah i got it for sort of a similar reason but yeah my ps4 remained mostly untouched until elden ring i mean i played through red dead 2 on it and uh i played a lot of dreams five not five guys 
Fall Guys. Um, but yeah, my PS4 was mostly unused until the last couple of years, like the last year, really. And then now I'm a PlayStation person. I'm established. I have every PlayStation console, well, uh, one of each generation other than three. I have, I have everything except for five, so we're, we're on the same yeah. level, except for except for you to have the bigger one. I actually don't care to get a three. I don't yeah, really know one. why I ever would. I mean, there's not a whole lot on three that wasn't brought up to four that seemed yeah. like it was worth playing. Is it? Did they and, bring like Infamous and all those to to yeah. four? Like the like the originals? Yeah. Okay, because I I thought it was only Second Son. I don't think they actually put like Infamous one and two on there. I think it is on there. I think uh, you can get it through the classics catalog. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Which no, there's no, a no. lot of PS3 games on there. Because I, what was it? I because I, I I actually had a great time with my PS3, but I bought it. See, the, the key the key to PlayStation for anyone who doesn't have one is wait is wait until the end of the life cycle when all the games are five dollars because their games like drop so quickly and you can just you just pick everything up for nothing. Like they 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 have crazy sales where things are just like four or five dollars, like full games from the beginning or whatever. Well, to be fair, so that's kind of what really, I did with PS3. Other than buying the console, which was expensive, um, I've only purchased one. No, actually, now I purchased two games, but one of them was on sale for twenty. And that was I know I don't, that was still kind of expensive, but then the other game was seven dollars. So what I haven't really had to spend money because it automatically like it has free versions of all these other games I have, including Elden Ring, which I've played a lot. It says <laughs> I've already paid play like almost twenty hours of it. So yeah, I've been. This thing's gonna get put through its through its paces. Um, I love how the controller is USB C. We've already got those plugs just hanging out by the couch, so I can just yeah plug it in. Yeah, it's, it's, got it's, a, yeah, it's better. The controller's than the, awesome. It's better than the but, old like micro USB or whatever the fuck it is on. It's it's four. got all the motion or you know HD motion plus or whatever the hell switch was calling it initially. The rumble, don't, HD rumble, right? Which they really don't do anymore that much. And PS5, as far as I can tell, doesn't do it that much either. But they have this tech demo that's free and actually is my beat of the week because I played all the way through Astro's Playroom. And it's, yeah, it's free uh, to download. And it's just like a fun little game. That Have you played this, Hutch? Yeah, I have. It feels a I lot like Mario I Galaxy. I didn't beat it, though. Yeah, it does. It feels like a little mini Mario Galaxy. Like, I would almost equate it to not even quite as meaty as uh, Bowser's Fury. But it's kind of a bit like, I don't know. It's, it's over in a flash, but it's so fun. And it really kind of utilizes the fact that it doesn't need to load as much to where like when you go from room to room it does this kind of like speed thing i don't know it's hard to explain but you like go down this long hallway really fast and then you're in the next room rather than actually showing any sort of loading well they're showing off the solid state drive so that they can just yeah loading's nothing which which is really great for elden ring because you die and then you're immediately back Mm -hmm. for elden ring for grinding for grinding that's what got me hooked back on it because it used to take for fucking ever to, you know, it got to where it was actually faster for me to run back to a, uh, <laughs> to run back to the side of grace and sit down. Now I just warp back to the side of grace and it doesn't even like, it used to show like little tutorials and little like game lore and stuff as during the loading screen. It doesn't do that. It just shows a, a picture that's up there for like three seconds and then boom, you're in, you're in a, you're back to where you started you know where you wanted to work so now you can just like kill those few enemies go back kill those few enemies go it just it's so much faster like the difference that it makes is everything to, compared to what i was used to on pc and ps4 uh, so i know i know it's that hard it's that hard drive it's that new graphics card it's all that good stuff that's working really well to make one of my favorite games even better uh, so uh, i'll it sit would be, man on the ps5 
I, I've also been playing a little bit of Hitman. It looks awesome. Um, like, likewise, it just it's the fact that it loads so fast. Oh, you know what? Speaking of Hitman, now that I have a hard drive for my PS4, I can finally play that Hitman game that John got me. <laughs> hey, hey, all right. Because I, because I, your opinion I well, because I never played it because it was such a hassle to like put anything on the system because there's no room for anything. I had like four games on there maybe, and it took up 500 gigs. Like it's stupid how big the games are on that system. But now I have like it's a, what you think about now it. I have like a terabyte and a half open. I was actually gonna you know reinstall all the disc stuff that I have. But yeah, we'll work. We'll totally work Hitman into there. I will finally give that disc. And a with go. the remote play, you've got no will, more excuses. And I will right? play it on my. <laughs> I will play it on my phone in in Indiana or somewhere else, wherever right. wherever I've traveled. I'll be there. I, I could have. I could have done that too. Wow. That yeah. That would have been great. Playing Yakuza Zero across the globe. Um, so yeah, a few other things I've played. You know, so I said my name is Software Overload, and it, it really feels like that uh, because I downloaded the. Uh, whatever the reduced trial of the PS plus where you can download the free games or as many games as you want. And I think I only paid like three or four bucks Is it just like to finish out the month or something. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a monthly fee. Or I think you could do like an annual thing and get like a discount, but I just paid for, you know, the, the discounted one month to try it out. And when I did that, I saw there's quite a few games, um, not so much on the class. Like they want you to go to like this premium version for the class. Like you get all these classic games. But there's not that many. I don't think it's worth it. It was but. supposed to be like PS PS One stuff, right? I was kind of interested in yeah. that, but I never heard anybody talk about it. Like it, like they talked about much. it when it came out, and then it just wasn't in the conversation anymore. I would be surprised anymore, if there so. was a hundred yeah. classic games on there, like for that part that service specifically. And I mean, there's some good ones on there, like Ape Escapes on there, and like. Uh, the original Resident Evils are on there. You know, there's some stuff on there if you really wanted to play some classic PS1 games. Uh, what it's the the game with the the rabbit, the jumping flash or whatever it's called. That's on there. Uh, so there's some I don't know. There's some stuff, but mostly I just wanted to see like there's some games I've been wanting to play. So I want to try Returnal or no, I want to try Returnal. Yes, I've played a little bit of it. Not really getting into it. I don't know what the the hook hasn't really got to me. Um, Death Loop though, Death Loop's awesome. Uh, that's a game where you're caught on an island and there's this big like device in the middle of the island that's created like a time bubble and uh every time you die you go back to the beginning again you know like groundhog day kind of thing but you do kind of remember it sometimes sometimes you don't but you essentially got somebody like pursuing you and she could show up randomly and try to kill you and then also all the guys respawn after you die the weapons are really interesting um it's kind of got like a cartoony feel to it. Like it's a little, it's a little more lighthearted than it seems initially. Even though there's a lot of gore and severing limbs and heads and stuff, um, it still manages to stay kind of cartoony. And your character is pretty funny. Like talking to himself, he just says a lot of funny. Kind of sounds like somebody who woke up with a hangover and doesn't know what the hell's going on. Uh, like what did I do last night? Conquers bad for oh, a day. Man. The sequel. It's got a little <laughs> bit of that feel to it, yeah. And then uh, the person who you're kind of like see as the villain which turns out i mean i mean it reveals it right at the beginning but eventually you can play as her and do the quest from her perspective kind of but kill, she keeps killing you and she's disappointed that you're so easy to kill so all i've gathered is maybe you're supposed to get really good at winning so that she likes you and then she doesn't kill you i don't know but it's a pretty fun game i recommend it and then uh miles morales is a lot of fun so far but i haven't played any of the modern spider-man games yeah i have i have one i have the whatever the one before that i got it for 20 bucks and it Mm -hmm. it actually locked up on me a few times so i couldn't get it It, like it it froze and and i lost a bunch of yeah that spider-man game on 
was supposed to be really good. I never played. I bought, lost a bunch of gameplay on the PS4 one. I think. Yeah. I think I could. I think I can download that one through the service. I wanted to play Morales because I just. It's, I really it's short. You, you could. You could probably beat it before your trials up. Maybe. Yeah, I've been playing it. It's just like I said, software overload. So. And then I did pay seven dollars to download Dark Cloud. You talked about Dark Cloud. Yeah, you like that game. Uh, I, I guess. I like, go ahead. Dark, Dark Cloud, the PS2 one. Yes, and that was yep. a. So any of the games that are on the classics, you can actually buy like piecemeal, which I think is kind of a nice touch um, sure. because either you can pay the premium subscription to download them whenever you want. And I think you can might actually be able to stream them like Cloudwide if you want to, but uh, you can also just download them for whatever the fee, you know, whatever they're charging for it. So I was like, I'm not going to pay extra for that. I'm just going to get, I'm just going to buy Dark Cloud. So I have Dark Cloud down and play some of that. And uh, yeah. That that is that is cool. Like it would be, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would appreciate if Nintendo would do that. Like where you have the you have your Nintendo Switch Online stuff that you pay for, but you could just buy like Super Mario 64. Yeah, just buy maybe itself you, and then just not pay for the whole thing. Like I'm sure a lot maybe of people would appreciate doing that instead spend, of having to do like twenty dollars a year or whatever. Even though I think, right, I think it's a fucking deal. Like, oh, it's a great deal. I mean, I put like almost two hundred hours into the N64 app, so I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm not I'm not complaining here, but you know, that's me. I'm wondering how a, a PS2 game looks on the PS5. Like, imagine just a little muddy, sharp, crisp. crisp. No, no it, it's muddy. a little muddy. It, it depends. It's fine. It depends on if they like do anything to it. Because I remember getting, um, I guess I, I got Psychonauts for one of them <laughs> for PS3, I think, and it still kind of looks like crap. <laughs> it still looks like super muddy and all that. Like, it depends. Well, it I don't looks know. like it's running on the native hardware. You know, yeah, it looks like PS. Just... It looks like PS2 through an HD TV, which doesn't look great. I guess. So I would say it's not quite that bad, but it's still just you know, you know, the the lower resolution is obvious on the television, especially blown up that big. The game was never meant to be played on a screen that big. You know, it wasn't designed for that. So uh, it feels a little weird, but I mean, it's fine. It's playable, and uh, just kind of like feel a little nostalgic for this twenty twenty two year old game that I played at launch and then haven't really touched since then. So I figured I get, I should give it a try. A little, uh, I got Village, so I'm going to try to play through Village. Played a little bit of that. That also just looks fucking fantastic. You should. Village and, is great. I know that. And um, with the 3D audio, like I was wearing headphones with it. Oh, oh man! It's, once you scary. once you get to the fucking baby part, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just telling you, you, you that it's going to be extra scary with the 3D audio. I don't know if you ever played through Resident Evil Village. I didn't Hutch. go through. Did you? Did you play it, Hutch, at all? Are, are no. You, no, no, I did not. Uh, I played. I played through the cloud version on Switch, but there's a part. There's a part in the game that's like completely terrifying. That's like almost like a, like PT level of terrifying. And there's a giant baby, and it's. And I know you can play this game in, in VR, but I, I would never would ever. It's got to be. I, I've even heard people who like VR say that they don't want to play that part because that part is way <laughs> too fucking scary. And there's some really scary stuff in the DLC too with this with this fucking mannequin lady that walks around. Like that game's really fucking scary, which is good because Resident Evil needed to be scary again. They needed to like go less less action and more scariness. My goal my goal is just to make it further than I did before. Try to play it on PS4. Um, and then the last thing was Cyberpunk. Of course, I booted that up. I finally <laughs> unsealed that disc that. I think I've had it for over a year. Oh, you opened it. It was never, it was never. I finally opened it. Yeah. And, uh, I don't really care too much for the game so far, but I might give it a try. It just, it doesn't feel like I'm really doing anything. I'm just talking to people a lot. You said it looks good, right? It's it's not a great game. Yeah. It it kind of reminds me a little bit. Like the graphics. When I was talking, yeah. When I was talking to Trey the other night, we recorded the bonus episode. Uh, I was telling him, 
the facial expressions remind me a little bit of like la noir like <laughs> it's got there's really good facial expressions that are very good at conveying what the characters are saying you know what i mean like it does add an extra layer of immersion to be able to read that stuff on their faces but a lot of it so far that i've played i'm sitting in a car there's a guy driving he's talking to me. that's really like that's been a lot of it so it's like the <laughs> it's, it's like, like the beginning of uh, that one animal crossing you, I guess uh, so, yeah. Except where, where they, where I haven't like, gotten to like shoot anybody or do anything. I've probably played at least thirty minutes of it. So, dang it! Now I need to see a cyberpunk Animal Crossing. <laughs> but I mean, easily of all the stuff I've played, uh, Astro's Playroom is just—it's just a cute little, perfect little package to kind of give you some ideas of what could be done with the controller that they aren't really doing. I think you know, kind of like Nintendo always does when their new hardware comes out. This, this is. They got their one Suppo- demo. It's supposed to be a tech demo, right? It's like a free tech demo that they gamified. And uh, there's some cool stuff. It's worth a try. It's free. And then, uh, yeah, Elden Ring just, it's just an all new thing. Yeah, I wanted to, I, I, I was trying to, I couldn't figure out how to send you a message through PlayStation, but I wanted, I saw you were playing Elden Ring and I wanted to send you a message that was like, I'm playing Yakuza Zero from Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't figure out how to do it. I was trying to I was trying to send something to you, but it wouldn't let me. It said I had to make a party or something. I don't know. But I saw you on there. How are you? Night. How are you? How are you liking uh, you know the other stuff about this? Is like the the operating system and the way it looks and all that. So I, I haven't messed around a lot with stuff. So I do want to try the remote play because I'm pretty sure it lets you do that, and you can even do it with the. Uh, you can do it with your PS4, right? Right, so I could have my PS4 hooked up in another room and do it. You know, have PS5 through the whole house. I mean, you could probably but, uh, easily do it through your laptop too if you wanted to. Yeah, but at the moment, I have no reason to play it anywhere but on, on my TV. And uh, you know, it looks fucking fantastic. So that's where I'm going to be. Um, as far as the software, is, or yeah, as far as the OS goes, it it very quickly switches between processes. It lets you jump back into games. Like I guess the games kind of have to set up their own little shortcuts. But there's like a little shortcut system where if you've been to a part, you kind of just jump right to it. And I don't really understand how that works, you know, but I think that's it's part of the software. It's something that the developers have to include, you know, as little tags or whatever. You can have more than one game open at once, right? Yes. Like and that's the big thing that I've them. never seen before mm-hmm. in any other system. Yeah. And the PS button's shaped like the letters PS, which is weird. I like it. Like, like, like Does it feel what? kind of like jumping between like web pages and stuff like that quick? Like jumping jump between tabs yeah. or something? It's like jumping between tabs. And then you can just have a whole bunch of tabs open open of all these games that you haven't beaten. (laughs) Something like that. Um, It does, I I think, I don't know. I think there must be at some point where it starts shutting them down because I've gone back and I've, you know. And also like a game like Elden Ring, which if you're playing it right, it's going to be connected online when you're playing it. So it'll automatically idle. It disconnects after it's idle for a little while. So even with the the multi-switch or whatever. It's still gonna disconnect. You're still gonna have to like, and it usually will bring you right back where you were. But um, it has to reconnect to the internet on loud. But yeah, it's it's lightning quick. Boots up really fast. It's not that loud unless there's a disc in it. Then it's really loud because it spins so fast. And I just I had to use the disc to install Cyberpunk. And then I think you actually have to to have the disc in when you play it as like a verification. You know, I can't just install it in my hard drive, unfortunately. Oh, you still need the disc in there to play it, even though like yeah. you install it. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that you didn't need it. I think it's I think it's copy ver- you know it's verification. It's nothing else. Yeah, it's reading anything off of it. Otherwise, um, yeah, I don't know. It's I've got the new console glow i've been playing it constantly i think it's going to keep me busy for the next couple weeks next week (laughs) week and a half whatever yeah till till the next thing as far as like uh 
As as far as like um you like you're saying uh software overload or whatever. I did uh, in between weeks. I did like pretty much download like probably like a hundred games on my phone. Now that I have like two two hundred some gigs on it, yeah. I have I downloaded like every Sega because you can get so many Sega games for free. So I have like twelve Sega games on here, like that are all free, and you can I can play them with my controller, like with the backbone. Yeah. So I have like Sega, I have like Sonic CD and Sonic One and Two, and and like uh, Crazy Taxi and Ristar and like Golden Axe and Streets of Rage and and Monkey Ball and get, uh... Altered Beast and and Fantasy Star and Stardew Valley and like uh, um, the one, the one with the ninja guy. I forget what it's called. This Shino- is the Shinobi. episode that proves Trey, Trey loves phone games. I mean, <laughs> yeah. all his games on the like the, back the PlayStation on his phone. Yeah, all the Apple Arcade games. I mean, you just like did a, a, a like a one thousand percent complete reversal. Well, Trey's having the same thing as me. It's it a, just it's needed a, a console. It needed a controller. It just yeah. needed a controller is the problem. It's basically a switch. It's a mini switch is what yeah. it is. So. Well, let me ask a question. How fast is it chewing through your battery? Actually, my battery is pretty good. Actually, you know what? I played I played like three right hours. I like played three hours of Yakuza last night, and I, it, it went, it, it, it was like, it, I, I kept checking, and it was like, went down as like 88%. I was like, what the fuck? It's got a great battery. But I have a new, uh, I get the new 14, which I think is hopefully better. But no, I haven't really been having battery problems with it. But I haven't paid anything for for mobile games. I just found all this stuff that was free. And I even downloaded some stuff that I didn't know I had. Like I downloaded Dragon Theft Auto 3. I guess I bought that years ago, but I could just get it from iOS. And, and also, yeah, I'm using the Apple Arcade stuff because I got three free, free months for that. So just fucking around. Yeah, with I thought it. that was funny too when I got my Apple TV and all of a sudden the games were available that I bought in like, I don't know, 2009 and stuff popping up on my TV. And Hitman Ghost not on there. I actually, I looked, a, I looked for it. it. It's not on Apple no, okay. Arcade. You got to buy it. Well, worth buying. But yeah, no, I mean, well, anything that you bought, it should still, it should, well, yeah, it should be available at all times. Maybe you just forgot about it. But I, yeah, I forgot about Grand Theft Auto because I was just, I was just trying to find games that you could use a controller for, you know? And actually that one said that you couldn't, but then I tried it and then you could. So I was like, so not all of them are, even though they say you, you can't do it, sometimes you still can. So but yeah, I just like, I like using the backbone thing. It's cool. Did you want to say anything before we take a break here, John? Uh, no, I did not play anything this week. All right, well, let's take a break, and then we will come back and talk about topics and news and such. Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! Nintendo main expansion pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. 
basically everything you could want that Nintendo may never made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! Whoa! 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 He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Ah! Ah! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! Right, we're we're back from the break, and um, I guess well, well, let's just go. We can just go straight into the topic. So my topic that I thought of, and I put it on the I put it on the uh, community page as well, so we can read some of those. But what is everybody doing before Breath of whatever it is before Tears of the Kingdom comes out next week? I could talk about what I'd like to be doing, but I, I'm just uh, <laughs> yes, and I know what I'm you're. Not, I know I'm not playing any games. I know what you're doing. But um, yeah, I I, uh, I haven't really I haven't really set up any any uh, like goals. The only thing it was kind of just like number one, I I do want to beat uh Future Redeemed before before that came out, and I and I was also wanted to say that I would want to beat Yakuza Zero, but I don't want to like rush it. I mean, I've already put a hundred hours into it, you know. Finish Xeno uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, please. <laughs> <laughs> I need to learn how to play that game again. It's going to take some time for me to even learn how to start play. Start from it. the beginning. I'll say yeah, it. just start yeah. over. Again. <laughs> no, no way. Honestly, I will if it comes out for the Switch. I will restart. I'll, I'll buy. I'll buy it again if it comes to Switch. Oh, at this point, even I will. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never played it, so you need to. Yeah, exactly. You hear that incredible soundtrack. I love that. Soundtrack. Oh, that soundtrack is amazing. Balls. Yeah, it's so dumb. When you when you were talking about cul-de-sacs and stuff earlier, I automatically thought of New L.A. from. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X because there's a whole like neighborhood that you can walk around with like cars and and streets and all that stuff. The new the new Los New Los Angeles. Anyway, yeah. So I posted it. I posted on the uh, community page what everybody's doing for the last week and a half before Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, Jeremy Arthur said Trinity Trigger, but you responded to that, Hutch. Yeah, I've been interested in that one, so I was curious what he said. I know he commented back to me, but I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. What did he say? He said, really enjoying it, reminiscent of Secret of Mana and gameplay, combat, and soundtrack. This is one of my most anticipated releases of 2023. I've seen some good re- good reviews of that, too. He was saying that there was a demo available on the Japanese eShop, but it's not there anymore. It was only a limited time, which is dumb like the you know uh tr- i'm just saying uh if it's you know <laughs> if a demo exists why wouldn't you allow people access to it to help sell your game exactly like why why would a oh, uh, why would a demo be limited i don't understand that maybe there's something about the demo that's broken and they were like it'd be easier just to take it off than yeah because i was like because i was like oh i'll check that out and he's like oh well it's already been pulled i'm like what because i did i did go on the eShop, which i guess i'll talk about that later when we get to the news anthony hoffman says myself and i say don't play yourself man <laughs> like you play yourself. You play yourself. That 
was in a song or something. Joel DeWitt says, Loop Hero and Teslagrad are the two I'm looking to knock out before Zelda hits. And Teslagrad had me interested just from Teslagrad 2 in the recent uh, direct. Yeah. Which, uh, which all of us had, had either not heard of or forgotten about the, the original. So I'd like to go back and play that one sometime. Oh, I did. Uh, I, I didn't get around to playing it, but I did. I did buy Corpse Killer for three dollars because I couldn't. Oh, I, I couldn't resist. I mean, it's like a fifteen dollar game marked down to right. three bucks, and actually it was free because I got it with gold points. So, so there you go. I did end up getting some stuff that That's was a lot of sale, fun. but I just haven't had time to play it. I hope you I hope you can beat it before in the time you have before. <laughs> I, I could try. I that could that could be a thing. I could try. Yeah. I could try to beat Corpse Killer before. Uh, before uh, Tears of the Kingdom, game in thirty minutes. Yeah, it's it's just one of you know it's it's an FMV like uh, shoot 'em up thing, and I like you know I like shoot 'em ups anyway, like like light gun right with FMV people. So correct, it's fun, it's cheesy. I'm into <laughs> that. Uh, Alex Arona said, "Smile for me." That's what you're playing, and uh, Hutch, you you commented, but I but you can say it on your own. I'm not going to read it. Oh, uh, that would be the. <laughs> the one that you heard me playing when we started that's uh because you said you had uh, something blue, earlier to add to this yeah the br- blue reflection second light which is kind of like the atelier riza it reminds me a lot of that which is it's kind of like not really rpg for babies but there's not a whole lot of challenge to it so it's kind of like a, a comfort rpg mm-hmm. so you don't there's it's not definitely much lower on the taxing level of Xenoblade or any or even any of the Pixel remasters or anything like that. I mean, I, not, I think Xeno is pretty chill though because I like like when you die, it just doesn't really matter. Like you just you just come back. Like Xeno isn't like stressful in that way. You know, like you don't lose anything when you get killed. Oh no! If you let if you let this go to you got killed, it would be a hard <laughs> out to game over, and you'd be picking continue from your last save. Yeah. So it's 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 not that chill, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I mean, it, it does a lot of the your party members will auto battle, and you can jump in if you wanted to to direct mm-hmm. what they're specifically doing. But it's uh, from what I understand, I'm on chapter five. The first seven chapters are still just introducing party members. Mm-hmm. So did did you did you play that like newest uh, Atelier Rise? Whatever it is. I've played the first and second one and enjoyed both of those. And I want to play the third one, but I want the special edition. But I, I don't want to pay that high of a price for it now. So I've got it wish listed to wait for it to go on sale. Oh, okay. Because I heard that new one was good. And I was like, I should try playing one of those. But I'm also like, I don't have time to play one of those. Because there's too many RPGs <laughs> on the Switch already on there that I haven't got to. The Rise of Games are short, though. They're are only they? between 20, 20 and 30 hours. Oh, okay, I'm always, af- I'm always afraid they're going to be like 100 hours. It's like, I don't need another no. 100 RPG. Some of those Atelier ones get really deep on the creation stuff, you know, from the cauldron and everything like that. But these have streamlined that a lot. You don't have to do as much like hunting and gathering to be able to create things. Yeah, I heard that 3 was um, like, was like, probably like the most playable had like the most quality of life stuff and you can like warp around to a lot of places and it's just really easy to get from one thing to another and it's real snappy and all that the only thing is being the third in the series this series following the same characters through one two and three i don't think it'd be as easy to follow with a story so far i don't know how they deal with that at the beginning hmm. is is there anything that you are that you're going to try to knock out jeremy before before old totk comes out next week i mean i've been knocking stuff out i just knocked out a Astros Playroom, so I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, I'm going to try to play through. I'm going to try to get as far as I can Final Fantasy VI. I mean, I'm I'm playing on easy mode, so it's pretty easy to just cruise through it um, whenever I do boot it up again. Um, I think I want to play... I think I want to try to finish... Maybe try to get all four Divine Beasts in my file that I've been playing through on uh, Breath of the Wild. Because, I mean, I've gotten 
sort of halfway to the end in the last couple months. Well, especially in the last couple of weeks, rather. So, yeah, I, th- I think I just, I'm going to just try to play at least some Breath of the Wild every week or, you know, every couple of days. There's only one week. I, <laughs> it's, it's like 10 it, days. It, well, it, well it'll, be, it'll be one week when this posts, I guess. It'll be one week when this posts on Friday, which seems like crunch time to me. I'm like, ugh, ugh. Right. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't necessarily have anything I want to finish. I think beating, uh, like finishing um, Minish Cap was kind of my sort of like, oh yeah, Minish my little Cap. my little Zelda shot that I needed. And in the meantime, I'm playing Breath of the Wild, and it's still incredible. It's still a wonderful game. Um, still a ton of fun. The physics are like that's the thing that makes that game for me. I mean, right. one of the many things that makes it, but the physics are just they just like un, they just let you be so much more creative with the world than you can in most other th- 3D games. Including Elden do you Ring. think they meant for that, or do you think it was just a happy accident? I think they were. They knew people would do weird shit, but did did they expect people to make flying vehicles? Maybe not. Mm. You know, but they also didn't expect people to make a working computer within the game of Minecraft that you can play Minecraft on. So people people like to work with limitations, and so I'm pretty sure Cheers of the Kingdom, and you know, a lot of people have already said this. It's just kind of like they're going to be like, all right, well, this is what you want, and this is what you get. We've had the feedback. We know what people liked and didn't like about Breath of the Wild, so we're going to refine that and add a lot more tears of light, probably. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, I think it's going to be interesting to see what pulls your attention. Uh, maybe not. I think next week is going to be, of course, Zelda, but week two into Zelda. I mean, that PS5 is going to be sitting yeah. over in the corner, and you got these like two big things competing for your attention. So I'm, I'm just wondering what's going to happen there. How are you going to handle that? I would think that Zelda would would take a lot of your attention still, even with a new system. I'm going to have Zelda set up in a different room. That way I don't have to look at the PS5. <laughs> so, I, so I sort of forget about it. Okay, I mean, because it's not like those come out like every day. Like how long have we been waiting for that one? Like six years? Yeah. <laughs> Since the last one? I think it was, I think I started waiting for it after I found out there was going to be a Switch Pro when the first rumors came of that in like 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I've been waiting for the, I mean, I didn't have any like thoughts that there would be a direct sequel to it. So I'm happy there is. Um, I hope it's weird and wild because that's what I want out of this game. I uh, hope that I won't say. I mean, I'm sure everybody's been trying to stay. By away the way, from I the, did watch. I did watch some of the stuff. video. No, I watched some of the leak stuff, and I'm not going to talk about it. But I don't feel like it ruined anything. I, I actually I learned a major thing, but I'm not going to talk about it. It's not a story thing, but I learned a thing. I learned some stuff about the mechanics. I guess, yeah. But mm-hmm. We don't have to talk about it. Just say I'm just going to say that it hasn't made me want to play it any less. That I found some stuff out about it. But as far as plot points and stuff like that, I do want to avoid the, those kind of spoilers. What what I was kind of upset about is I was you know I was just like I was watching like the latest NVC and it just like it just goes straight into a preview and I'm like damn it <laughs> like it's just they don't even really warn you it's just like oh yeah now we're just going to do previews we're going to do Zelda previews for the next like oh six, that's their that's six their weeks. whole thing is yeah, and I'm like okay all... all right well that kind of sucks I was like well that kind of sucks because I wanted to I was hoping they would do something else but whatever that's fine it's the biggest thing what? in Nintendo world. Yeah. Besides, well, Nintendo Land, but in, in the world of Nintendo, for like people and fans, like this is a fucking huge deal. Yeah, especially since Breath of the Wild was so good. Yeah, I mean, like, like well, this might be like Nintendo's most omnipresent moment right as this game approaches, uh, where we have a theme park just launched not that long ago. The Mario movie just crossed a billion dollars, mm-hmm. and they're releasing a Zelda. I mean, Nintendo's had big moments before, but those three things together, like. They're kind of just like at their peak at the moment. I think it's the year. It's the year of Nintendo, right? 
Yeah, because yep, it got it's 2017 all over again. But well, I guess with like you said, the multimedia thing, uh, right? It's kind of add a new element to it. But you know, they were they went from the you know uh, struggling so much with the Wii U to outselling every other console with the Switch. They actually uh, took the size of the Tears of the Kingdom down. It's not as big anymore. The download size. I wonder why. It's actually smaller than Smash Brothers now. I know Jeremy said before, like that Smash Brothers was bigger, and I was actually going through my my games just to see because I need to delete some stuff. And Smash Brothers is bigger because Smash Brothers is only se- over seventeen gigs, and uh, Tears of the Kingdom is fifteen point nine. So it's not the it's not the biggest Nintendo game, but I'm just waiting to drop that voucher on it. I'm going to do it on Friday whenever it can actually download, so I can preload it and all that. They were going to have you find forty thousand Korok seeds. They decided that's a little too much, so they cut the size down that way. There was a main thing that actually had been a topic of conversation on this show before that I know. Well, I don't know. I just know of one thing that isn't there this time that was there yeah. last time. I'll just say that. There's there's a big thing that's missing, or there's a big 124 of them or something missing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured as much. Yeah. I didn't watch the video because I didn't want to have anything spoiled for it either. Does it still seem, without spoiling anything, like the the ability is still there to go directly to the end? Or does it seem like there's going to be gates along the way? I don't know anything about that, actually, because that was a really intriguing thing, obviously, with the original game was, yeah, that you could like, it's like, there's the castle. It's right there. You want to go there now? It's right there. You know, just go fuck around with it. I forget. There was one of them. It was a couple NVCs ago where Sam was talking about all this kind of like a meta shit where like you can just like you just put on the Majora's Mask where nobody will attack you and you can kind of just walk around the whole world. And as long as you don't get hit, like none of the difficulty will go up or whatever. So you can kind of fuck with the mechanics of the game and you can like go straight to the castle and just like just walk around and look at it. Because when you, if you're wearing a specific, if the, you have the Majora's Mask thing, the enemies don't attack you or they won't notice you or whatever which was a dlc thing you could get but you could like start it on master mode and kind of play around with it like that i didn't know that yeah and i'll say that's interesting i never i didn't really fuck fuck around with much of the because you, you remember there was all those extra stuff you could get like the like there's like the lionel mask where they don't like attack you specifically i have all those but, yeah but the majority still... i guess the majority mask no one will attack you like none of the enemies will will see you so you can just if you have access to that from the beginning you can just kind of go wherever you want i should try to get the motorcycle before tears of the kingdom that'd be a good idea yeah that's a good goal i i still haven't played breath of the wild again but i but i'm gonna if i'm not work if i'm not working next week i'm gonna try to stream it on monday i'm gonna stream my wii u copy with the motorcycle in there just so i can drive around with the motorcycle so i challenged my oldest son to get through breath of the wild prior to this recently the tears of the kingdom releasing. And since he hasn't been able to get anywhere close to the end, he pre-ordered tears of the kingdom for me. Okay. So I didn't wow. have to do it. I was going nice. wow. to say, since he hadn't yeah. gotten there yet, he didn't get it. <laughs> you don't get to buy yeah. it. You're you're uh, you're grounded from it. Sounds like parenting pays off once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> you get a, you get well, a he's 26 and the manager of a movie theater. So right now what they're doing, they're having a smash competition. Oh, there you go. Uh, Mario Party competition, and then when it hits midnight, they're all watching uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Nice. So, yeah, we have a uh, we got we got tickets for this Friday. So I bought I bought them actually because I was so depressed after the Mario movie. <laughs> I, I went and bought tickets to better movies. Even is though there a new Guardian of the Galaxy movie, yeah, it's coming it out. It's coming out tomorrow. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should have known from all the discourse about talking raccoons. Or whatever. I'll say. I, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was like, you know, I, I saw it all over Twitter, but I follow James Gunn 
So he's posting a lot of shit about it. Have they talked about any kind of DLC for Tears of the Kingdom? No, no not that I Which know. Because they, they started talking about that before Breath of the Wild came out, right? Oh, no, that, I thought the DLC was, or no, maybe it just released. I thought it was during the Game Awards that it got released or it got announced or whatever. Maybe. I'm sure there was a game that came out where they started doing this, like DLC. Because yeah. maybe that's how they cut down the card. <laughs> The yeah, file maybe. size. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, make you pay more. It's already like 70, and it's like, hey, yeah. How about. Uh, make it an even make 100. It, make it 100, yeah. <laughs> they got rid of a bunch of FMV and replaced it with in game cutscenes. <laughs> they they replaced it with just pictures <laughs> and just like <laughs> like the old 64. Like, like if you ever played the Spider Man game on 64, where it's all just like, it's just voice and it's just a static picture. And <laughs> you just hit a button to go to the next. I played through it on that. No, Link talked, so they cut out all of his words. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, his dialogue. They finally let him talk. They're like, and I, yeah. He's like, I'm just tired of all these tears of the kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like, there's like a couple of news stuff that I that I went put down that I wanted to go over. News and news, news, news. Don't snooze or you miss the news. There's one that like only I cared about, but Ease Ten got some more footage from a Japanese. Uh, it was like it was like a Japanese uh, live play thing. But it looks pretty rad. I put a link to it. I think it starts at like one nineteen. Did you ever finish nine? I didn't finish nine. I was waiting for a release date for ten, and then I was gonna beat. I know. I know Hutch did, and you weren't weren't that huge of a fan of it. But it just was so buggy. The yeah. characters would just start spinning around in circles, and you'd have char- static characters start with conversation, and then walk off, and the yeah. character <laughs> would still be standing there, yeah. like they had ghosted themselves. <laughs> You can you can do that in Stardew Valley too, kind of. If you if you try to buy stuff from Robin, like after she closes, like she'll just disappear, but you can still buy stuff from her. Oh, I, don't, really? I don't know if you ever did that. Well, you have to no. talk. You have to talk to her before she leaves. But if you but if you keep it on there, she'll be gone, and you can still buy like whatever shit from her. But she'll be long gone. Like I, I've done that a few times. But uh, honestly, I, I really liked eight, and I thought that nine was was kind of the same thing as eight, but it wasn't as good because. Eight worked well because it was on this like desolate island that you were stuck on, and nine it just kind of seemed like we were just doing the same thing just in a different place. So it wasn't. I didn't like it as much as I did the other one. But this one actually kind of looks more fresher from what I've seen of it. Uh, you have like a little, you have like a little surfboard, like a uh, skateboard thing, like you can grind uh, Sonic style, which is pretty cool. Uh, you have a boat that you can use, and you can go to different islands at, at whatever time. That's cool. And there's blood too, so I like that. I like that you could. <laughs> fight the guys and they bleed out of their head when you're hacking them with your sword or whatever. It's it's kind of funny to see at all with another boat since what happened in, in, in 8. But this is pre-8, so he doesn't know about the about the terribleness that will come to him later in 8. For anybody who hasn't didn't play it, uh, the boat sinks at the very beginning of the game. <laughs> but no, I, I think it looks cool. Like I, I like, I, And you can surf. You can surf on the water. Oh yeah, and you can like throw each other at stuff, which I thought was really fun. Because you have like two different characters and you can combo... And you like take your buddy and you can like hurl him at the character like in the middle of your combo. So I'm into that. I like I like being able to throw to throw characters at, at the at the enemies and all that. So I thought it looked cool. I'm very excited about it. And they showed uh, at the beginning of the video they showed footage of uh, Oath of Felghana, which was a game that came out already. But well, it is a game that had released earlier, but it uh, you know it had just gotten. It was going to get a re-release, and I didn't realize that it kind of looks the same as Ease, Ease Origin. It still has has that sort of like kind of like isometric top down where they're all little spritey guys, except now like it's, it's at all and all that. But so I didn't know that, and also it's already out in Japan. It, it came out already, so uh, who knows when it's coming out here? But there is no English translation. I looked, but it's um, I think it's selling for like forty bucks too. But yeah, I saw that on there, and I was like, hey, this game looks cool. 
and and from what I from what I read was that Ease Ten was modeled was like built for the Switch specifically because of the amount of sales that they had gotten from Ease Eight and Nine on Switch. So I thought that was kind of cool that Falcom had pretty much, even though the footage of this is on a PS4 or five or something, it's not it's not a Switch because you can tell like with the buttons that they use. But what what the original interviews I read was they said that they're trying to cater to the Switch audience. That's why Adol is younger because they're supposed to. Uh, whatever, uh, be be for the younger kids. Cause Got a bunch of cradle they, robbers over here. On yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I mean, you know, the I Golden think, Girls game would never. Sell. Even though I think most of the most of the Switch owners are older. But Nine whatever. had you doing a side mission that went and got an old lady her stogies. Mm-mm. So I mean, come on. But the footage looks good. I'm, I'm still. I'm excited about it. I'm waiting. When, whenever there's a release date, I'll try to play through the rest of Nine. And I was pretty far in it. But yeah, I, I, I always. I, I thought when they kind of spun on their own, it was kind of funny but but no it is it it is kind of janky on the on the switch version for sure you really liked eight i did admit i didn't forget to mention that eight is on my i could download it it's part, it's one of those games that i download oh on ps5 play it yeah play it uh, i just don't know how learn I, about the lacrimosa so much i have so much so <laughs> uh, much the if you've ever uh if you've ever seen the anime uh, Your Name, which is like one of the best animes ever made, uh, Ease 8 reminds me of that kind of, because it has the two characters that exist together, but in different timelines. And there's some sort of a natural disaster that may or may not have extinct the area that the other one was. But if you like Ease 8, watch that like movie. Russian. It's great. I think it's on Crunchyroll now, actually. So if I do Go play Slurred. the game and I like it, then I should watch the movie. Thanks. Yeah, or just watch the movie. It's really pretty. So uh, so Dredge, Dredge has some paid DLC coming. Which Dredge was like one of my favorite games of the past like month, which is the amazing sort of a uh, it's 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 sort of sort of a cozy game, but involves like uh, you know demons and HP uh, Lovecraft stuff. But they're bringing more to it. After I beat the game, I said I wanted more, so now they're bringing more stuff, and it's paid story stuff. So well, hooray. thanks for saying that, Trey. So hooray! Uh, there's a new Double Dragon game coming out, which I thought looked pretty cool. I watched the video of it, the Rise of the Double Rise of the Dragons. Uh, there's like. Um, there, there's some like uh, tag team stuff in there that you can do. Uh, there's a female character that has a bazooka that she can shoot stuff with. So uh, I'm into that. Wow, what are they trying to say about women? Do they need bazookas? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like it's like Mario all over again. You have to be <laughs> uh, completely undefeatable and uh, and just very good at everything at all times and no character whatsoever. You can just uh, play this new Double Dragon game and order that drink from the bar that you guys talked about on the <laughs> episode. The Double Dragon, that was one of the best drinks, yeah. It was just, oh, it's just one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, what, what was it? Just, 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 two vo- just two vodka Red Bulls? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Two ro- vodka the Double vodka Dragon is literally just two vodka Red Bulls. <laughs> it's great. It's, I guess we, we haven't, I'm surprised we didn't say this with all the Xenoblade talk, but a monolith raises all of their wages, which is awesome because they are badass. They gave everybody just across the board like percentage. Yeah, it's like twenty two percent or something, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Jeez. they they gave a they, the and, they and they said they raised to to they said raised everybody's like even like incoming people from college and all that, which is rad. I mean, they're they're a badass company. Like they've like I said, I mean, even if you're not a Xenoblade fan, you have to respect them because of you know it, it's like what was it a. Uh, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X had to walk before Breath of the Wild could run, like that sort of thing. Like, yeah. like you, uh, anybody who likes Breath of the Wild, you owe a lot of it to Xenoblade Chronicles X. I because, mean, that's a huge game because they were doing giant worlds. Way, I mean, I think Nintendo approached them specifically because of what they had done in Xenoblade Chronicles X for Breath of the Wild. So, and not, and and not even like I said, like I said before, not even to mention that they also worked on Animal Crossing and Splatoon. So they're yeah, they're fucking badass. They do, they do a yeah. lot of cool shit, and they're very deserving of. Uh, it's cool that they are actually, you know, able to raise everybody's wages. 
It's nice to hear about some good things in, in game development, right? Not that everybody's getting treated like shit. Right. <laughs> and yes, uh, Ghost Lord, I spelled it totally wrong. Ghost Lord and the quest for Dark Presence has been funded. Um, I got charged for it. I'm sure you did too, Jeremy, because we both yes. put money in for it. But yeah, they they uh, they made it all the way. I think they were almost like 10,000 past their goal. So awesome. Congrats. Congrats, Craig. Can't wait to see the movie. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah hopefully you'll so be able to do all the stop motion stuff that you said you would. I hope so too. And if you need somebody to help with your interviews, uh, you know, <laughs> you got my you got my number. Uh, it, the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters have sold over two million. I was like, is that all of them? But I guess that's that's a big deal. Uh, Midnight Suns, Marvel's Midnight Suns has been canceled for Switch. Uh, Hutch is mad about it. <laughs> I've I've had that on my wish list. You know, I I because they're having like all these like sales for for Golden Week, which I was wrong last week when I said Golden Week wasn't this week. It is this week, but uh. Um, they're having all these sales, and I'm like, you know, Marvel Midnight Suns is one I've been looking for. So I was like, let's see how it is, how much it is on PS4. It's not on PS4. I just found out today that it's not releasing until like the same day as Breath of the Wild I th- or uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I thought it had already come out. I guess it was only on PS5. I thought it was on both. But yeah, I really wanted to play it on Switch too. But from what I heard, a friend of the show Jesse was telling me uh, that it runs like shit on PS5. So maybe maybe that's why they well they put he said it's great to play it on ps5 because it feels like you're playing it on switch because it, it has that because he said it had that same like sort of like really badly animated uh you know where it's like kind of far off in the distance and it looks like a stop motion like 10 frames per second thing like that sort of thing but i mean i you know i don't know i heard it was good i love and, that arceus yeah <laughs> well i mean it was in it was in ease eight before it was an it was, it was so also i was already in, familiar uh, with it <laughs> elden ring on the ps4 had that shit in it oh so yeah like that's something i don't miss although i kind of miss like rodan in the background yeah so that yeah that sucks that it got canceled but maybe someday i'll play that game if i can get it for real do you cheap. think if they released an updated console that they might end up doing it <laughs> what midnight suns make a better one Oh, yeah. oh, you mean, oh, you mean well, like no, a I'm, Switch 2? Nintendo releases, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, sure. Switch 2 exclusive. Sure, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's already on other systems, but it'll be... Uh... Maybe that's why they canceled it for the Switch. Uh-huh, maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, I do, I mean, you've seen on NBC, like, I feel like everybody bought the fucking Tears of the Kingdom OLED, or at least I've seen p- pictures of it everywhere. Yeah. So maybe enough people bought it to where they'll make a new Switch someday. I. I, I why I, would they if they can just keep selling the same Yeah, yeah. I didn't mention it last week, though. I, I did find it really weird that Xenoblade, that the Xenoblade Chronicles DLC like launched so soon. Because didn't they say it was going to be winter? Like I thought that they were yes. going to do it at the end of the year. So why did they push it up before Tears of the Kingdom? Does that mean that I don't know? Maybe Tears of the Kingdom is like the no. We have Pikmin Four after that, but maybe after Pikmin Four, maybe that's kind of the last hurrah for this version of Switch, and we'll have a Switch Two or Switch Pro maybe they or had Super Switch or whatever you want to work call it. On. And they had to push it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or maybe maybe they got to get working on the Xeno Saga collection or whatever. Or with the Tears of the Kingdom DLC. Yeah. <laughs> but I but I did I found it weird that they that it just they pushed it out so quickly because I thought that I had some time you know to to spend away from Xenoblade Chronicles three before I had to go back to it. But I wasn't I wasn't mad about going back to it. You know, it's was everything was very familiar and nice. But I guess speaking of pro versions of stuff, do you want to talk about the rumors about the PS5 Pro, and then we can be done after that? It's just kind of uh, it's just kind of all over Twitter. People are just saying that, and actually, I've already heard stuff about it that they are making a new one. I mean, it doesn't really surprise me. I feel like they made a PS4 Pro before everybody bought a regular PS4 as well. I think they made it right when I got the PS4, so it was kind of like, yeah. Actually, no, they did because I was going to buy a friend of mine's PS4 
But his PS4 broke, so I ended up just getting a new one because it was only 200 bucks. You know, I just bought a $200 one with Uncharted 4, which I never played because I don't like those games. But it was it was still 200 bucks, so, you know. But I'm actually really interested in this uh, in this supposed handheld, the PS5 handheld, which would be funny if, like, Jeremy buys a PS5 and there's a PS5 Pro, and I finally get my PS4 handheld working, and then there's another PlayStation handheld that comes out after that. But I'm just, I'm really curious about it because it's kind of, you know, yeah, PS5 is the newest, like, thing that has the best doodads or whatever. But I feel like the industry is still kind of shifting to handhelds because Switch kind of flipped everything around. And now everybody wants, you know, like with Steam Decks and there's some other thing that looks like the Steam Deck that they're yeah, doing. Yeah, there's or, some others. Or even like the, even like the that. Backbone is, is hugely influenced by the Switch, obviously, you know, like, and now uh, Sony's kind of doing, trying to do their own Switch. It's like, I don't know. It's a... I think this all the, comes back the year to the of handhelds they again. They invented the laptop computer. Sony invented the laptop computer? Well, they being just the technology world. I don't know who invented it. But no, I mean, it's, it's, they're all computers and the technology shrinking, so... Why not have it be affordable at the same time? That's what the Switch showed was a good idea. So everyone's going to copy that. But I don't know with the remote play, why would they need a dedicated handle? That's strange. I don't know. I mean, I guess it would, but it has, it does some other things, right? Like, can it like just, can it stream to a TV like on its own or something? I don't know. Uh, the, the portable PS5, the Q-Lite handheld accessory will feature remote play and adaptive streaming for up to 1080, 60 FPS. So I don't know what adaptive streaming means. Oh, forever ago when I was, forever ago I bought a Sony TV that had an app on it that would let you use your uh, DualSense 3 for the P- PS3. You could just log mm-hmm. into your account from there yeah. and play whatever games that you had on your oh. account from that. And since then, that app no longer works. They shut it down. Obviously, the PlayStation 3 isn't a thing anymore. Shows you how old that TV is as well. But Maybe it's something similar like that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they've been trying to do the remote play thing for a while. Like, well, because then, you know, the Vita was, you could do remote play with the Vita, like through, you know, PS4, right? Was it around that time uh-huh. before it was, before it was killed? Yeah. And then, uh, and now you can do it on your phone, but maybe they want another dedicated thing that can do remote play. I don't know. I mean, just get a backbone, man. That's all you got to do. It's uh-huh. free. Get a backbone. Well, buy the backbone, but the but the remote play is free app. You just get it, and there you go, and you can play it. I'm sick of you telling me I need to get a backbone, Mike. Grow a backbone. My whole life. <laughs> Stop being a jellyfish. Yeah. Stop being a choo-choo jelly. The world has changed. You don't need a backbone anymore. Oh, but you're going to get the VR too, right, Jeremy? Whenever, whenever you get another, whenever you get another. <laughs> so that, no, not very convincing. Whenever you get another six hundred bucks. I, I text. I told you you should have just bought the PS4 VR for two hundred. It's so cheap. No, it's <laughs> shitty. I know it works fine. I, I don't know. No, I, the new one is a significant improvement. Yeah, I mean, if I, I had any know. desire to play any VR thing, I still I have a buy any of them. friend who has it, so I'm going to try his out. But I don't see it being on my on my list. If if I you just, if you get it, if you get it. I double dog dare you to play the fucking baby part of a village in VR. Like seriously, you're gonna shit yourself. I would shit. I was gonna myself. say I'm wearing a diaper. I was gonna say I would. Shit, I would shit myself if I. I can, I can never because I thought about you know. Cause like, you, I'm fighting babies. I'm I'm getting I'm getting into their. Oh, you can't. You can't even just think you, like a baby. You can't. You can't even <laughs> to defeat them. You have to and be in the headspace for it. No, the thing is, you can't. Even, you can't even fight the baby. You can't even see it. That's what's scary about it is what you don't know. You can't see babies. Dark. 
No, everything goes completely. Everything goes completely dark, and you can't see anything. But you can. What's hear the point the, of good graphics if it's dark? Trust me, it's fucking terrifying. That whole part is terrifying. Just make an audiobook for that part. Yeah, because you don't, you don't know. You don't know where the baby is until it's already killed you. <laughs> and you and that's it, they take all your weapons away in that part, and you just oh fucking, cool. Fucking baby chases you. It's well, if you're terrifying. just fighting a baby, what much do you need? You can't buy. You I mean, can't fight it. It's a giant baby. <laughs> it's it's huge. It's like the size of like. Is it six like the babies. baby in um the the level of Catherine? I kind of, I oh, guess, <laughs> sort of, yeah. That baby was pretty pretty scary. Yeah, no. If you combine uh, that baby uh, with the baby from Train Stopping, that would be like the ultimate <laughs> scary baby. That just was wait, such a good game. Just wait, just wait till you get there to that baby part. It's even, I, and I played through Village twice. And still the second time getting to the baby part, I was still terrified. Like, I'm like, I don't like this part. I want to get through this part. I don't like it. You're like, I just want to play. Just the hand it off to Jess. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't want to. Yeah. Jess doesn't play. doesn't like to play 3D games that much. Yeah. But I mean, it's already, it's freaky. Yeah. It's, it's too freaky. Yeah. I, I wouldn't push. I wouldn't push. I mean, I had to stop playing Little Nightmares. So we'll see what happens. The DLC is really scary, too, if you want to get into that. Like, I couldn't even like get the stuff past with the first Ethan's daughter. It's really, it's really freaky, too, with the giant mannequin heads and all that. But it, but at least, like, it, um, I'm glad that Resident Evil can finally be scary again. But, yeah, I think that's good. Is there any other Before news we go, stuff that you want one, to add? There is one cool thing that I think we can end on. Just one. Uh, somebody rediscovered the GameCube from Space World 2000, the first one that we ever saw. Oh, wow. I didn't, know, I didn't know it was the... lost. Yeah, so this is a, a website called Console Variations, and they just kind of posted a teaser on Twitter. They haven't explained how they found it, but they have a picture of it. And uh, it's, it's, what's, the, what's different is that it's got a little window on the disk tray, so you can see the disk spinning around. Mm. This is, uh, there, were, there were like a couple of these. Made, I, mean, I mean, this anything one. Anything for that. I was going to say, the yeah. other ones kind of do, too. I, I, have a, I have a Smash Brothers sticker over mine, yeah, but, they, but they did have a window. The, the ones Here, I'll show you. You can point I'll to it right there. Over so you can see it real quick. It's right there. Uh, here, I'll just hold it up to the screen. I, I I saw it. I saw it on the on the Slack. Mm, there it is. I see. It's a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a permanently recessed open button. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's more. It's less like it's it's not like um. You can see through it. Yeah. So that's cool. I think it's just cool to see the first GameCube that we all probably ever saw. It belongs in, a museum. Yeah. <laughs> belongs in a museum. Get that person who bought the uh, Sony, well, what, never mind, PlayStation, Nintendo, or the whole cover. You can't remember what it's called. The even. Nintendo PlayStation? Yeah, the Nintendo PlayStation. Yeah. What the hell is that? Whatever happened to that? What about, collector bought it. what about the Nintendo uh, Panasonic? What about the Panasonic Q? I want one of those. The GameCube <laughs> that plays DVDs. I mean, nobody I think wants the founder of Oculus bought matter. the Nintendo PlayStation. I believe that's where the story left off. Palmer Lucky? Yeah. I mean, we've oh. seen it. We've seen the Nintendo PlayStation. But yeah, that guy sold it, right? He did. Sorry, he passed away. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did, I, yeah. I, I think we talked mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Yeah, we met him too before. Uh, way to end on a down note. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I said that really shitty. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a. Is there? Is there any? Is there another thing we can say that's not too? Not, 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 not as sad. Um, Zelda comes out soon. Yay. Yay. Yeah, Zelda will be out soon. Be careful if you look How long do you think it'll take to beat it? I think it's going to be a quicker, like, I think you'll be able to beat it even faster if you want to just finish it. That's my theory. Is it only again? But there will be a ton of extra content if you want to just stick around. I was going to say, will it only have four dungeons like Majora's Mask? But it already had four dungeons in the, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the Breath of the Wild. So it'll only have one, du- one dungeon this time. 
Those dungeons are. I know they're not on really. the verge of not being dungeons. They're not. They yeah, dungeons. they're not really. Not really. I mean, I like how going back and playing like where you can actually affect the orientation, or you do you do something in each one where you actually like have control of the shape of the dungeon itself. And that was pretty cool. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yes, but uh, th- thanks everybody for listening. That's been our episode, and thank you so much, Hutch, for jump for jumping on and talking to us about Xenoblade Chronicles. I promise yeah. I will finish it. I'm sorry I didn't have it finished before you got here, but thanks. No, I, I appreciate I appreciate your love of the lore, and I and I couldn't think of anybody else that I would have on here other than you. Seriously, you're a you're you're a, you're one of the most passionate people I know about Xenoblade, and that's awesome. So that's why we love having you here. So really, really, my pleasure. Really Thank appreciate you. it. And uh, and and if anybody else wants to hear, like we were talking about earlier, hear our bonus episodes, go to Patreon.com/slash Nintendo Main Podcast for just one dollar. You can hear all of the bonus stuff that we have on there. Which well, we just did forty nine. We're about to hit fifty next month. And if you're on the five dollar and above, you get extra videos and shit. Uh, my the the WART radio will be out this weekend. I've been too busy to get to it. I'm sorry, five dollar members. You will get it over the weekend. I promise. I had to go across straight state lines and do some shit, so I, I didn't have time to do it yet. But it's coming. I promise. But yeah, you can also find us at Twitch.tv/NintendoMainPodcast. You can find Jeremy and me at Nintendo underscore Domain and at jmax stack and you're on twitter as well did you want to put your name up there hutch yeah at ginsu 3000 ginsu g-i-n-s-u three zero 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 find that on there you were you were the quickest beater of games that i know absolutely ultimate speed runner <laughs> i mean you could be if you speed running rpgs you know that's a oh, very very impressive <laughs> and also youtube.com slash nintendo main podcast find that on there as well but we've been your hosts i'm trey johnson Jerry Mikowski. John Litter. And special guest, David Hutchison. And thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next time. See you, see full of beans oh, <laughs> i was wondering why you said that he says it a lot it's uh, in the game i know yeah <laughs> ea it's in the game uh in uh in xenoblade chronicles 3 they'd always say the queen's beans so they've already talked about beans it's that, some british game, thing so. i'm sure of it. yeah but yeah they said they said the the queen's beans which is like the bee's knees i guess whatever sounds like your testicles <laughs> <laughs>